What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Man, we got the best entertainment show here on YouTube with the king of content, the speaker of truth. CGA in the building, yes. New, 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 new world hey, man, look, man, this is going to be a great show, man. We got this child support hustle going on once again. And, of course, the brothers killing other brothers. I thought the object was to love one another. Open up the paper to one more death, then we keep this up and there'll be no one left. All right. Mm. Uh, ladies, using the child support system, using your, your, your vitriol, using your, your vindictive nature, against men is not going to help future generations all right these men see these we are on the fifth generation almost fourth generation of what the fourth generation of this child support scam this marital scam this no fault divorce scam and now we're in a situation now we're seeing these celebrities get put out here i know we got to report on the celebrities i got to do what i got to do i got to do what i got to do um and i got to report on the celebrities because the normal man who gets exposed to this system hey we don't get no light we don't get no damn shine. They can't tell our story. And then it amounts to hundreds of dollars. And everybody says, just pay your bills. We got Cam Newton getting swindled by his vindictive ex. Although he was reckless with his seed with this woman. I'm, we we got to own up to what he did here. But what's happening is we're seeing this tap dance all of the time of using men as wallets. Okay, we don't use women for peace leave, do we? Yes, we do. But the problem is we can't leverage our wallet for past usage of some salami, right? We can't say, or the woman can't, we can't even go back. So what the woman can do is this. They can say, well, you used to sleep with me. I used to give you some peace leave. Now I'm going to keep charging you after the point, All right? After the fact, I'm going to charge you for the past usage of her peace leave, all right? And because you used it in the past, she's going to use that against you. And there's various ways that women have done this, all right? And that's various ways that they can do this, uh, particularly, let's say they expose you for using it. They expose you for paying for usage. They expose you. I'm not expose you. They divorce you. And they say, well, you used to use it. So that's alimony. All right. Um, there's women that want favors done. We always talk about that. A woman wants a favor done. Well, I don't feel like doing it. Well, remember when I let you access my peace leave? All right. And you're like, what does that have to do with now? Remember I gave you some when you was extra thirsty and I actually just lied on my back and submitted. And I went, <laughs> I lied on my back and I let you enter my body. Well, you owe me a favor. <laughs> and you're sitting there like, what the, what the, what is going on? Why do they believe that they gave you access in the past that you owe them in the future? All right. This is what we're talking about here. All right. And listen, I'm, this is goes on. Even if you're doing the pay for play, even if you're doing the, the junior college girl will give you two, three pieces of peace leave. And then the first of the month comes around and then guess what? Your rent's due, motherfucker. And then they short on rent. They short on phone bills. They bills pile up. And then they're like, oh, um, can you advance me? And you're like, man, that was not a part of the agreement. Your job is to deliver. This is cash on delivery. <laughs> this is cash on delivery. There's no advances here. I'm not a bank. Well, I gave you a couple of pieces. Yeah, but we had a deal. <laughs> we had a deal, cash on delivery, and that's how it works. Well, I'll come see you. Hey, listen, don't, trust me. I'm not that type of girl. All right. And then all of a sudden, soon as you give them the little bit of money and you be like, I got money. guess what? They go rabid. <laughs> they gone. You don't see her from her again. And then the next time you they come over. Oh, hi. Hi. How's it going? 
three weeks later. How's it going? You'd be like, oh, come on over. You owe me one. Oh, well, oh, about that. I thought I paid you back. I tried to catch up with you. I thought, I thought, I thought we were square. I thought we were even. Dude, women and money do not mix. All right. It's it's actually a catastrophe. And uh, to believe that they can do this. And listen, there's always the exception to the rule. There's always the exception to the rule. But to believe that most women are capable of financially supporting themselves on a regular basis, to believe that you're an absolute fool. What a fool believes he sees the wise man has the power. To reason away. <laughs> Crazy. So we're going to talk about Cam Newton. We got a couple of great stories today. Viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content. This is the king of content. This is the new king of content. I'm declaring myself that because I'm running several channels. All right. I'll be putting content out. I just dropped a vlog on the Notorious CGA channel. Uh, go check it out. All right. I'll drop a link to the I'll drop a link to the vlog. Don't leave. Don't leave now, though. Don't leave now. All right. Check it out later. Go ahead and put it in your watch later tab, all right, because I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it like it's hot, man. We got content over there. We got uh, CGA got game channel coming back up, all right? We we doing it big over here. Hey, hold up, hold up. I'm about to ruin my whole stream over here. I'm trying to switch. What a minute. What channel am I on? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what channel I'm on just so I can share a link. It's crazy, but we grinding. This is the king of content in this sphere. And this is also the speaker of truth. This is what we do here. But uh, go ahead. I've been dropped that link right there. Uh, you can go check out the newest, latest vlog. And we're almost to monetization. I'm tweaking the channel. I'm tweaking the channel. I put some on. I got to take some off. I've already qualified for monetization over there. So potentially, once I get that done over there, you guys can super chat over there. All right. We got we to gotta finesse the system just a little bit. Anyway, what are we talking about today? I appreciate everybody uh, talking about topics. Sugar Daddy with a Boat meets the Junior College. We're going to see what these young girls are doing out here. These young girls don't want you. These young girls don't want you. <laughs> these young girls don't want you guys. Hey, that conversation is dead. These young girls want you. And shout out to the Generation Z boys. Um, yeah, your future wives are doing monkey double backflips on dudes with gray beards, hairy backs, taco meat on their chest, <laughs> and boats, Lamborghinis, Porsches. <laughs> all right anyway man it's crazy oh we gotta talk about larza pippen she's going into the abyss and this is another situation man hey ladies ladies i'm here for you ladies so you're having my baby and it means so much to me there's nothing more precious than to raise a family if there's any doubt in your mind you can count on me I'll never let you down, baby, believe in me. Hey, hey, ladies, listen, listen, I, here's the deal. Can we be honest with you? You and I, hey, ladies, 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 I know there's 10 ladies in the 10 toes up gang right now. Ladies, can we be honest with you? You guys are not doing life today. I mean, listen, I'm not, I want to hear about that independent, fierce, strong, all right, uh, all of this ambitious, powerful she by Sheree. I don't want to hear this garbage. I mean, listen, we're cleaning up your mess on aisle 10 constantly. We're constantly cleaning up your mess, and it's actually getting tired. I know the little straggle, the straggle sniggles that you're used to dealing with. They're not cleaning up your mess. That's your problem. There's real men out here, nerds, short kings, 
all right, goofy ass uh, lames, educated lames. We're cleaning up your mess on aisle 10 constantly. It's actually just, to me, it's discouraging as hell. But listen, I wrote about this in my book, The Evolution. We're going to clean up your mess, and we're the ones going to take the bullets. Pookie ain't taking no bullets. Chad and Tyrone ain't taking no bullets. It's going to be us. The educated lames, the short kings, the, the dudes that are supposed to be the stepdaddies. We're going to be out there standing up for our ladies. They're fumbling the bag constantly. And it's actually demoralizing. It's depressing. I'm telling you, ladies. But the, the point of it all, we're here to protect you. Okay, men are here to protect you, but for some reason, y'all done ran to the government and got y'all protection. Okay, and you've got one foot in the government door, one foot in with men. You're not all in. And the reality is, we're here to protect you, not from other people, but we're here to protect you from yourselves. We're here to protect you from yourselves. And it is always us that have to protect you from yourselves when the government swindles your ass. New, 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 new world. So, ladies, just to be honest, let's just be honest. You're the blind leading the blind. And this is just not even, I'm not really, listen, let's go ahead and put up the disclaimer. Let's put up the disclaimer. I'm not here to promote hate or harm. People think this is hate. This is out of love and respect. This is the tough love that I give the gentleman on the Wednesday's Blue Chip Mindset stream. Okay. So if you think I'm coming down hard on you, well, not yet, rain down on me. If you think I'm coming down hard on you, just look at what I do to the to the brothers on Wednesdays. The brothers be all in their feelings on Wednesdays. Damn, <laughs> right? So this is just how I deliver the message. It doesn't come from hate. And when I give the message to the brothers on Wednesday mornings, it doesn't come from hate. All of a sudden, the ladies don't show up on Wednesday morning when I'm going in on the brothers because we need that tough love. You need tough love. Let's just get it straight. Y'all fumbling it out here. Y'all stumbling. You got you tripping and stumbling and clipping and fumbling. I mean, it's it's what it is. It's what it is. Let's just call it what it is. And the dudes that are the, the least selected are the ones cleaning up the mess. So with that being said, Coach Lini over here, the great Coach Lini, is the one to tell you, you guys are fumbling the bag. And I'm not trying to rescue you. I'm not on a rescue mission. And with the with that being said, you got the Larsa Pippins of the world who are out here fumbling the last 40 years of her life. And it's going to be an absolute catastrophe. But y'all going to celebrate her. Go, Queen. Go, girl. No, she's going to be struggling. Struggling. All right. And I know this. And I'm going to have to be as a taxpayer, protect the, the, the pseudo Larsa Pippins of the world who think they can go out there and run out here at 50 and go bang around until she figures out her life. She's going to be a catastrophe. She's going to be a true Hollywood story. And I, like I said here, tell them women to live up under the bridge. Live, I don't give a damn. All right, I don't care if you were relative or not. See, people really get my message messed up. They're like, you're talking to us all sideways. I talk to my own family like this. I'll be like, do not come after. <laughs> all right, I talk to my own kids and my mama and my daddy like this. I'd be like, look, let me tell y'all something. Y'all better tighten your belt. Before you ask me for help, all right, y'all better get y'all ship in order and stop. Because oddly enough, most people that ask for help always begging. I always see y'all doing a stanky leg on the weekend. I always see you drinking 40s and smoking black and miles. I see you at the party. I see you at the picnic and the barbecue chilling, playing dominoes and spades and bid whisk. Okay. I see y'all at the trailer park chowing down on beef jerky and Mountain Dew. I see y'all spitting out sunflower seeds like crazy. I see y'all. Doing the crate challenge. I see you. I, it's not like y'all hiding it. You up on Instagram. Scrolling all day on booty and titties. See, I see you 
not using your time wisely. And then you want to be like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Help oppress oppression, racism. All right. All this crazy stuff. I mean, I, I'm tired of the, I'm tired of the bullshit. Yeah, I see y'all stealing liquor. I see you pouring out a little liquor. I see the goofiness y'all doing. All right. And then you claim I'm a sellout. You claim, yeah, well, you're Uncle Tom because you work hard. Being black isn't what I'm trying to be. It's what I am. I'm running the same race and jumping the same hurdles you are. So why are you tripping me up? You said we need to stick together, but you don't even know what that means. If you ask me, you're the real sellout. Mm. Hey, it's far too time. Um, some people need to, we need to start dicing up people in class. <laughs> Classism is real. We definitely need classism. Bring it back. Dollar, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app is how you contribute to this day show. Today's show. Venmo. Venmo. Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And I put it in the link before we got started. Anyway, let's get over to cash app and see what brothers got in here, man. And we're all brothers. All right. We're all brothers. When I say brothers, we're all brothers in the same. We're brothers in the RP. We're brothers in the free agent lifestyle in the building. Shout out to... uh. We call you James D. He says, thanks for the knowledge, Coach Greg Adams. Appreciate you. And that was from late Friday. Appreciate you, man. All right. Joshua King. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. That was from Saturday. Anthony Floyd checking in from Saturday. Yes. Walter Boyd says, what are your thoughts about monk mode one week a month? Um, I would say it works more consistently. One week is not enough. One week on, one week off. I would say go on the consistent because it takes so many days for to break a habit. Right. And many people say it takes 90 days to break a habit. I think from in my personal opinion, I think you should start with 90 days. That's going to be hard for some of y'all. And when I say do it for 90 days, that means get rid of your social media, get rid of your cable, get rid, turn it all off, turn it off. Do a deep, deep cleanse of yourself that a lot of people can't do because curiosity killed the cat. You think you're missing something. FOMO, as we call it over here, fear of missing out. And you believe you're going to miss out. All right, so delete all of that stuff. And when you come back, you you will realize you missed nothing. All right, a lot of people can't even make that simple start and they wonder why their life doesn't course correct. But you got to course correct and take at least 90 days. That's the minimum, in my opinion, 90 days. 90 days to change your life. It's my book, Free Agent Lifestyle. It's in my book, 90 days to change your life. You got to go completely away. You got to completely withdraw and figure out, you'll figure out, your senses will automatically figure out what you need to make an adjustment. Then within probably 30 days, you'll start making these necessary steps to make the adjustments because the distractions are gone. All right, look at your screen time. Monitor how much screen time, how much YouTube, how much television, how many football games you're taking in, and you'll realize how much time you're wasting. We call that opportunity cost. Okay, so time is your most valuable asset or resource, not energy, attention, or money. Time is it. And far too many men are willing to waste way too much time and their life is not in order. Okay. And three months sounds like a long time, but three months uh, in the, in the, in the frame of reference of your life is not that long. Okay. Think about how many years you live, how many months you're going to live or you anticipate living, then come back and you'll realize that if you change your life in that three months and you course corrected, that three months was way worth it. But most people aren't willing to make that sacrifice. See, sacrifice is the name of the game when it comes to changing your life. And most people don't want to sacrifice. 
All right. Even though, and we talk about relationships and women, women aren't trying to sacrifice anything and they want you to go all in and they want to keep their job. They want to, uh, they want to, uh, you know, have access to your money. They want to ration out peace leave to you and they want to still leverage vagina to you. They leverage in a vagina and they sitting there, you married to them and they still leverage in peace leave to you. I'm like, what kind of normie ham and egger does that? But in normie culture in our culture, it's ingrained that they're always supposed to leverage their sex. Even when the guy basically says there's nobody, there, there's nobody other than you. And if I do, should be with someone other than you, um, I lose. And the woman will still leverage vagina over him. Sit like this. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. And what they'll do is it, it, basically that's a sign of a low quality woman because she has no other skill to leverage. She has nothing else to leverage. That would be like if a man always leveraged his finances over the wife. Now, some women believe that, but if he always does that, that means that's all he has. He has to be able to leverage some, something else because you've already contracted finances and vagina. You've contracted that to where he can't spend money on anyone else and you can't have and he can't have sex with anyone else and so forth and so on and vice versa. Like, that's what you guys contracted. What other thing can you leverage? I mean, you got to leverage something else. And she's like, well, you got to make me feel good. OK, do you got to make me feel good to pay these bills? Do I got to sit here and be in a good mood? Okay, baby. Hey, look, you ain't making me feel good. I ain't paying the bills. All right. We contracted finances and vagina. Leverage something else. But the, a low quality person, a normie, a ham and egg or an oxygen thief, a missing link. That's all they can do. They, that's all they can do. That's all they can go back on. And that's a sign of a low quality woman. She leverages sex after a commitment. It's actually, um, it's tragic. <laughs> Well, he, he's got to understand, well, I got to be willing to, no, you don't, no, you don't. It's a job. That's your job now. <laughs> Just like my job is to pay the bills, <clears throat> clean out the gutters, do the stuff, all right, romance you. Your job is to give me some peace leave, all right? I need it right now. Come on, get on in there. It's only going to take 15 minutes. So this is why I tell you guys, yeah, have multiple women. This is why monogamy is a failed experiment in our world. We've tried it. It don't work. All right. It don't work. It clearly doesn't work. Anybody that says it works, it works for so few that those are the people who say, well, mine worked. Guys, you have tried this 50, 11 times in your life. How many times has it worked out? Zero for most people. Zip. <laughs> I'm breaking hearts today. You literally have tried this all your life. All my life. And you guys have managed to make zero of them work zip women too listen it's not just the men women too zero times at best one well that's what it's about you got to find the right match all right how many psychologists y'all gonna see 50 11 2 well it works it works i actually had to hire 50 11 for it to work so now it works sounds like it doesn't work all right <laughs> anyway all right, anyway, shout out to Loud Pocket. Sorry, I'm a little late. They threw me in the clink. Holy shit. We told you about getting thrown in the clink. How'd you get out on a Monday? All right, bail money in the building. Shout out to bail money and beer money. We got a couple people here. We're almost to the show. It all it takes a while. I got to acknowledge the people who sponsor. Caitlin Ferguson, how's it going, coach? Unfortunately for me, the weekend concert didn't go as planned due to him losing his voice while performing. I heard about that. He says, but I did see my fair share of Gorditas. 
Kaylee's and women dressed like 304 streetwalkers and moms with their daughters only there. The ladies definitely ruled the crowd. And I think I said that. I think maybe you told me that. And I was like, that show is going to be 80, 90 percent women. I've, I've been in a show similar to that. And um, yeah, and it was their share of reading Rainbow 2 going on here. There was plenty of people that could fly twice as high and take a look in the book. All right. He also says you would think that marrying a woman just to get access to her peace leave would be enough, but it just isn't. This hookup culture is here to stay. No, 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 no. So, ladies, if you're lever I married women are gonna disagree. No, he still has to make me feel good. Why am I married to you? Get the hell out. <laughs> I'm not I'm making a commitment for monogamy, and you're still gonna play coochie games with me. I don't think so. All right. Jim status says, Coach Deloney. Oh, John Deloney Baloney told me to keep my wife's boyfriend's favorite snacks stocked up. For when he comes over, he also told me to give him my car, ride a bike to work, and ride a bike to work. He says, this way, I won't contribute to climate change, and I'll get some exercise in at the same time. Deloney Baloney has saved my marriage. That's what it sounds like over there. All right, and happy wife, happy life. How about those guys? I feel bad for the happy wife, happy life guys. I'm like, boy, you didn't gave up on life, didn't you? David W. says, wrote a song for your album, Coach, and posted it on Locals. Tried to DM you. Yeah. All right, but Locals is the best way to get to me, too. It's a good way. I'm looking for a producer to get a pro recording uh, leaving off the vocals so you can go into your local studio. Oh, I, I mean, look, if it's on Locals, I do check Locals way more than DMs. He says, if interested in having his song. I Listen, if you've got a writer, I'm not afraid to have writers. All right. All great artists have writers. All right, so, um, yeah, if you guys have a song, uh, you know, um, for my album, the name of the new album is, let me know. All right, we're almost there, almost there. King Chris says, this is King Chris. I almost joined the plantation messing with a spicy Latina. Now I'm back on track. Thank you for everything you do for us men, your insight and advice. He says, glad you're using Venmo donations because I don't use Cash App. A shout out to you, King Chris. He's been here at least since 2019, 2020. He's also... Uh, over on Fresh and Fit, and uh, I had noticed you were missing in action, and I know what happened, all right? She was putting that sweet, sweet thing on you. She was putting that sweet, sweet thing on my boy, King Chris, and I know what happened. You know what happened. <laughs> he busted, <laughs> and he almost committed and went to the plantation, and of course, she took the mask off. She took the mask off, and his ass was like, whoo! He got lost in the sauce. It happens to a lot of people. I know you guys, you brothers be like, oh, no, I'm tired of Coach Greg Adams. This is depressing. This is information is absolutely despicable and reprehensible. Not all women are like this. I'm tired. I met me a good woman. And you don't understand, Coach. Our love is just like so much other love. That it's the best love that has ever happened. And we will never fall into the traps of you ham and eggers and, and roast beef having ass women. All right, we're never going to fall into that. And I'm tired of you. I listened to you for 50, 11 years. And guess what? I'm absolutely despising your content at this particular point. I refuse to pass on this content to anyone else, though. I'm tired of turning into your show and you talking about the same thing every week and proving yourself. Uh, the example's right and everything's right, but it's not going to happen to me. I got me a good girl. I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. And I'm sitting here just putting out the content. Showing you guys, reminding you, I'm not telling you what to do. Go get your experience. But do not rain on my parade over here. I'm right. 
All right, I'm right. I'm going to be right. Listen, as a gambler, I'm a, as a gambler or a person that used to prognosticate games like Jimmy the Greek, all right, back in the day for you old heads. I'm winning this bet. The house is going to win nine times out of 10. I'm going to give you this information. I'm going to be right nine times out of 10, if not more. So if I'm gambling, if you're a betting man, you need to bet on my side. I'm giving you the solution. Free agent lifestyle. I wrote a whole book. So don't tell me I'm not giving solutions. I, I'm going to be right 99%. I mean, 90% plus for every time you guys say, I found a girl coach. Listen, she ain't like the other ones. She said she would never do that. And then your ass come scrambling back. <laughs> Roll the dice. Hey, just listen. I'm not telling you to not mess with girls. All right. That's never been my message. I've never told you to segregate. I told you to temporarily to get your mind right. But going out there and roll the dice. Now, if you go out there and you get lost in the sauce and you come in here trying to berate me on your best Hafiz. Oh, I'm Hafiz. My marriage has been working. It's been three months. Mm. <laughs> it's been three months. I'm a perfect representation of the modern marriage. Look at me. Look at me now. Put your sports coat on. You like changed up. You put your Derrick Jackson tie on. Look at me now. And you roll the dice. She. Mm. I'm going to see your ass in T minus six months, six years. I'm going to see your ass. And you're going to be shuffling. <laughs> you're going to be shuffling like a bug. We're going to get to the show. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to be like, how's your marriage going? And you're going to be like. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Ah, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> he going to be shuffling. All right, let's get to the show, man. Hey, look, no disrespect. No disrespect to Mr. Hafiz, but, man, I didn't see plenty of dudes just like you. You ain't no different. But, listen, good luck. Hey, get the best you can in the time you can. But it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. And just because you stay in a marriage, I want you to listen to that. J listen to this, gentlemen. Just because you stay in a marriage does not mean it's successful. Most men stay in marriages to not lose. So you might come back and say, well, we're still married after 15 years. Yeah, but you're henpecked. Yeah, but you, she leveraging vagina against you. Yeah, but you're, you're roommates. You're literally roommates. You're in a sexist marriage. You won't leave. You won't leave because you don't want to lose your house and the kids. You're a happy wife, happy life ninja. You see what I'm talking about? So don't say because I'm still, well, I'm still here. So you lost. No, it don't matter. How is the quality of the marriage? And most men who stay, their quality of marriage is shit is in the shitter. Anyway, let's get in here. Oh, we're going to do sugar daddy with a boat. Oh, for all of you pay for play guys here. Check this out. Aerie Spears. We talked about him yesterday. Oddly enough, I was watching him on DJ Glad TV, and uh, what he was talking about sounds quite familiar. Uh, let's go ahead and roll it, and I can't roll the video. I can only roll the audio because DJ Vlad, you know, I know you watch my show, DJ Glad, and I know you're waiting for me to slip up, but uh, this is Ari Spears, comedian. I met him one day, long, long, long time ago, in the San Fernando Valley on Ventura Boulevard. We was kicking it. All right, um... Let's listen to what he had to say here. Anyway, Ari Spears, do your best impression of CGA. I don't get no pussy. I ain't got no pussy. Where'd he go? You got wait, 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 wait. I got it on double time. Sorry about that. Let's give it here double time. Let's listen. 
If you get pussy, you pay for it. Now, this is why I don't talk to camera. Can I talk to camera? Ladies, listen. Whether men can't admit this or not, this is the truth. All men pay for pussy, whether it's directly or indirectly. Any woman worth her weight and value is not fucking you for free. There's a courtship process. And between dinner, movies, shows, outings, drinks, comedy shows, whatever, we paying for it. And even after all that, some men still might not get no pussy. So whether you pay directly or whether you go, yo, here's some cash, give me some ass. That's not an L. It's a win. I don't know why y'all think that's an L for a man. You pay for pussy. I won. <laughs> and like Charlie Sheen said, Charlie Sheen said, you don't pay the fuck. You pay him to leave. The arrogance of women sometimes to think that we feel and think and respond and act as you do. We're different creatures. That's well. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Wait. <laughs> Shout out to Aries Spears. Listen to the CGA in the building here. Shout out to new, 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 new world order. Hey man, listen. I'm glad I'm having an impact on the modern culture in the building. Yeah, I shouldn't have popped locked it in the building. Hey man, Aries Spears. Hey man, you should have shouted my name out here. <laughs> but anyway. That's an absolute fact. That's something I've been trying to make men aware for aware of. I, I hear a lot of guys, I don't pay. You absolutely sound like a moron, all right? But um, the women that you don't pay for, obviously, the quality is very low. Don't tell me. Listen, we don't lie around here. But he said it was actual facts. I've been saying this for a long time. But um, men who don't have that leverage, that particular point of leverage, thinks that's an L. You think that's an L having to do it. But the guy is actually saying opportunity cost and time is more valuable to me. And vagina is has a value, but it's lower than time, right? It's lower than time or it's lower than the opportunity cost. So for a guy whose time is not valuable for a time who's doesn't for a guy that doesn't know the understand opportunity cost, he puts vagina over opportunities. Mm. <laughs> All right. He said he puts vagina over everything else. So anyway, I love that uh, people are like, oh, he sounds fantastic. He's absolutely right. I'm like, I've been. Dude, I've been saying that for over two years. The exact same thing. Unfortunately, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> All right. It happens to the best of us. But uh, I think Aries Spears is in trouble, by the way. But anyway, let's give it the let's let's give you another rude awakening in the building. Shout out to the rude awakening. What happened to my hold up for a second? Wait a minute. Oh, I see what happened here. I clicked on the wrong tab. Speaking of. Uh, you guys know this. Uh, we oh the the members live stream yesterday was fantastic. We broke down this sugar daddy with a boat. All right, let me give you a little preview here of what's. I am looking for a sugar daddy with a boat. I repeat, a sugar daddy with a boat. I am looking for a sugar. So you've seen this trend, and we've been documenting this trend for over two years. I am years. looking for a sugar daddy with a boat. I repeat, a sugar daddy with a boat. I'm looking for an allowance of $200 a week to start. If you have any other greater offers, I would really appreciate it. I so we've talked about this culture. It is a... It is a bisexual culture. It is a celibate culture. Everybody's doing this celibate by a bit. Now, you've been doing this tango, this dance for some 70 years, dating, 
And it's been pseudo prostitution. Actually, I always I tell you, dating stems from prostitution. I did a long stream and broke it down and talked about the laws, how people looked at it. People looked at it weird. People didn't really understand what it was, but it somehow became our tradition to date, which is non-traditional. It's a non-traditional way to seek a mate. Courting is the way you would seek a mate. Dating is the way to almost do pseudo prostitution. And what we did was we cut that middleman off. Dating has died. It's died a horrible death. And now we go straight to play for play. All right. We, we don't even court or date very rarely. I mean, I know there's some people that do. Most people don't. We go right to pay for play. And this is another shameless way where we see young women, especially the soggy, sloppy yogurts of them. All right. The, the plain Jane white woman, they're going straight to pay for play. And it's shameless now because we now accepted it because we accepted the progression from courting to dating. Now we just stem right into prostitution. So um, when you see this, people don't automatically assume it's prostitution. They're like, oh, this is just a young girl. She's playing games. No, they're dead serious. And let me show you an example here. We find our dude, Mr. White Wolf. Mr. White Wolf said, Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, um, here's White Wolf. Let's go ahead and show you what happens when you have a boat. Hey, play it. Play it. Hold on for a second. Do I got to refresh the screen? Let's refresh the screen here. All right. Hey, TikTok. White Wolf here. I've got two new bitches with me. Y'all try to look We're pretty. Twice, by the way. Try to look pretty. It's, I don't know. Jesus. I got, I don't know what to do with them. All right. So obviously the man went straight to the junior college, straight to the junior college, right? And he's well over 60. You can't deny that. All right, let's see if I can. Oh, hold up for a second. I, I done pulled up the wrong one. Here it is right, right here. Hey, let's TikTok, go. Wait a minute. Hold up for a second. Here. Let's go back to White Wolf and check his profile. He has no problems getting. Wait a minute. I got the wrong right, one. Hey. Hold up for a second. He has no problems getting to junior college. Hey, guys. Wolf's here. You don't have to worry this time. I've carded all these bitches. That was some of them. I don't know about this one. Or that one. I don't know about her. This one's definitely underage, but whatever. <laughs> So I just have one question. Do y'all know the difference between jelly and jam? All right. So as you can see, Mr. White Wolf, he he, he ain't playing games with y'all. Hey, guys. White Wolf here. So we've got, what's your name again? Reese killed it. This one, her name is something Cohen. A.M. Cohen. So let's go ahead and go full screen on this one. Your future wives. I'm telling you guys, your future wives. Yes, I, this is the point. I'm not encouraging people to do this. I'm not instructing you. I'm not telling you to do this. When I tell you the junior college is in full effect and you have your boy. I got money. And what's done in the dark may soon come to light. Why you can't pair bond. Why cold approaches and working. Why asking women out for a date. And the women are like, why won't you take me out on a date? Why is nobody approaching me? But in the. Their, their younger years, they did some of these things. They kind of played the line, the blurred the line, the gray areas, the whole 50 shades of gray, them experimenting with themselves, them saying, oh, I'll push my wedding out until later. And that's you. Right? Late 20s, early 30s. What are they doing between 18 and 28? That's what I want to know. And that's And you. I found out once I went to the dark side. I found out. I was like, oh, <laughs> I see what's happening. These young girls, many of them are playing this weird line of I'm having fun. Now I'm ready to settle down. What were you doing when you were having fun? A portion of their lives is this, this gray area. Well, I met this guy. He took me out on the boat, but nothing happened. Well, I went out to dinner with an older guy. 
and we ate, but nothing happened. I didn't have to do anything. Okay, but there's playing the line. You don't really know. Oh, I took a vacation. This guy's uncle paid for me to go to Europe, but nothing happened. <laughs> okay. But what's happening is they're experimenting with these things. And they'll end up saying, well, I dated an older married guy. He said he was going to leave his wife and he didn't. So now I'm back on the field here. Or I found out he was married and uh, I still dated him, but then nothing happened. You know, <laughs> you see what I mean? The whole nothing happened. Well, it's a lie because I'm on the dark side. A lot's happening. Cheats are getting clapped. All right. Money's being exchanged. Opportunities being exchanged. Vacations, trips. All right. Bills are being paid. All right. So this financial wallet game, eventually they're going to want to give it in, give up and, and trade it in for a gump, a beta, a wallet. All right. Or the guy who has to follow the rules. The guys before them never had to follow the rules. She actually bent the rules for these guys. And then now you're going to go ahead and plunk down on a relationship, a cohabitation or a marriage with this woman. And she's going to say, OK, for you, here are the rules. Rule, 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 rule. And nobody else followed the rules in her entire life. Not a one. Not a one. No, Sugar Daddy didn't have to follow the rule. Chad, Pookie, Ray Ray, Tyrone, whoever these guys were over here, never, Jim Buddy, friends with benefits, they never had to follow the rules in their prime. But you got to follow the rule. Rule, 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 rule. And if you so for, if you so uh, ever look at another woman, I'm divorcing you. And now I'm going to penalize you. Remember the woman signed the contract with the goof, goofball? And she says, I can ruin him. I can ruin him if he does this. Breaks the rule. Rule, 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 rule. <laughs> and you're going, wow, this is how the game is being played. Now, I found out because I got money. And it's a weird dynamic. So what these, these girls are doing, I don't care what race, what class, or anything. This is the transactional relationship between men and women. All men pay. And if you happen to be the guy that has the boat, that has the mansion, that has the access, you'll pay the small nominal fee for these women because it's a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money for you. So by the time you get your future, this is why I told you in my free book on my website, gregadams1.com, when you get the free book, 52 things, hire a private investigator. If, if you get into a relationship with any woman over the age of 28, hire a private investigator. Because by that point, she's had her fun and she's ready to settle down. And the things that you do not know about her will come back to haunt you if you are the guy who she sets all the rules for. You ever see this woman? She starts aging up and then she puts in more rules. What happened? Where did all the men go? Okay, you got to follow all these rules because I know I'm more aware. But she has less leverage. But we think we're winning. Okay. And then you find out. Oh. Who is this older man that follows you on Facebook? Oh, that's just my friend. We we were close friends for the last 5, 10, 50, 15 years. And, uh, you know, we just good. He's like a mentor to me. Uh, I see him from time to time. You know, I'll go meet him for dinner a couple of times every uh, every other month. Don't worry about him. Don't worry about him. All right, he's just a guy that, you know, I used to, you know, while I was in college. No, I never, nothing ever happened between us. <laughs> nothing ever happened. He was just a guy. I, he was a coworker. He was the manager and he was mentoring me. And you know what was happening? That's what was happening. And he was dropping off money. 
I got money. He was paying a bill. He said, Coach, you tell her too much. That's me. He was paying a bill. Shit, yeah. She was paying a bill. When the bills got tight, she was like, oh, daddy, can I can I get an extra $200, $500 this month? Bills are tight. Oh, yeah, just, just come on over and pick it up. Come on over and pick it up. And you know what I need you to do when you come over. Just dress in sweats. Nope, just dress in sweats. Bring your slides over. Dress in sweats. Little lo- loose T-shirt. Just come on over. And he was like, lay down. <laughs> All right, just lay down. I'm going to mentor you right now. He said, get that throat ready. All right, we're going to push it inside to your esophagus, and we're going to butter up them tonsils. Let's go. Mm. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but this is the culture that we live in, and unfortunately, I can't change it. I know a lot of guys are using the shame, blame, and explain. They don't want you to go over there overseas. They don't want you to pay. They don't want you to do nothing. Guys, it's not a matter of you have to pay. A lot of guys just get in the position where it's small nominal fee. It's the easiest way. It's easy, and here's the thing. A lot of women are doing a form of it. Not all. A lot of women are doing a form of it. They're doing a form of it. It's somewhere in the gray areas where they can be like, well, it's not really, and not really, and oh, I'm just kind of, no. They start shuffling. And the guys that are willing to be like, I'm willing to part ways with this, and it won't destroy me financially, and she's not going to destroy me on the back end because this is the agreement we have. Eventually, you're going to run up and go on a date with that woman. You're going to go on a date with that woman. Or you're going to get in a relationship with that woman. (laughs) It's going to be sad. You're going to find out the hard way. Not my girl, coach. Okay. All right. uh, Do we need to get into uh, the contributions? All right. Let me check. Let me see if we're far back. All right. Shout out to Mr. Gourmet. John. Gourmet here. Shout out to you. He says, appreciate CGA working with the ham and eggers, uh, breathing up all the oxygen. <laughs> CGA, the best part of my day. All right. Chief Drumhack says, a nickel a day keeps the simping away. All right. Yes. And uh, people want to know where that line is, a simping. And uh, if you think about what the acronym of simping means, is someone idolizing, idolizing, mediocre, peace leave. All right. I will always go back as that is the definition. All right, I don't know who came up with that. I didn't came up, come up with that. But um, when you idolize something, you actually worship. You're in the position of worshiping. All right, uh, if you just go ahead and say, okay, this is what I think the cost of it is, that's not, that's not idolizing it. you basically just saying, this is the lowest cost for it. Go ahead and drop it on off, all right? But you idolizing, you're looking up to it. You're like, oh, this is greater than everything there is out here. And it ain't. It's nice, though. Someone idolizing, mediocre, mediocre. These all, this is all important words. Someone idolizing, mediocre. Peace leave. <laughs> that, that is the definition of simping. Now, what you can define it anywhere in between that, but I see people taking simping and saying, being nice to a woman is simping. It is not. Being nice to a woman is not simping. Being nice to your girlfriend is not simping. I mean, she could deserve you being nice to her. That's not being, that's not simping. Talking to a woman in public, oh, you simping. All right, that, that's not simping. <laughs> that's just being nice and formal. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Run around here and tell these hoes about themselves, all right, as you walk in that. Somebody greets you, hi, how you doing? Good, I'm doing well. Oh, he, you simping. That is not simping. <laughs> all right, just the same as somebody going, all right, 400 bucks, just go ahead and bend it over and 
grip the sheets and put your face in the pillow. That is not simping. Mm. <laughs> All right. That's basically going, that's like going, stopping at the gas station. All right. And the, the gas station says uh, $6 per gallon. All right. Gloop. All right. Put it in there. Look, 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 look. Pause. Oh, you sent me for the gas, coach. I didn't send for the gas. I basically just put my card in. All right. Hold on for a second. Like the person said. She basically put my card in. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Indeed. Yeah. The key word is idolizing being like, listen, I want you guys to understand something because you guys can believe you're supposed to just be telling women about themselves all day long. I don't. I walk around and if a woman's nice to me, hi, how are you doing? I'm doing what like you don't got to be just mad at them for no reason. Okay, don't be walking around just trying to just be mad at women. That's no point. All right. It's no point. If she addresses me, I address her back. How you doing? If she's civil, if she walks by me or gives me no attention or energy, I give her nothing back. I'm not the one to be like, oh, let me stop and talk to every woman I see. I think that's going to start being overboard or that's the same as just being angry with them. Nah, man, just be natural. Be natural. Actually, in my latest vlog on my channel, you see me. Um, I'm somewhere in a, in a candy store, and this woman was being civil with me. I was civil with her, and that was the end of the dialogue. I mean, there's I didn't need to go further. But uh, just being around here talking about, talking about uh, every woman's a 304, and you got to tell them about themselves? Not really. But if a woman thinks she's higher than me, elevating herself beyond me because she has a, a slip between her leg, I think she's foolish, and I'm not going to proceed with her. By the way, um, you guys need to study my seven – Seven levels of make qualification, okay? Somebody said, this is diet MGTOW, coach. <laughs> diet MGTOW. MGTOW has never been about separating yourselves from women. All right, that's the common misconceptions. But because, because uh, men, men went through something, right? They are going to believe that you're supposed to just not talk to people and be civil. I think that's a mistake. That's going to lead you into the wrong, wrong direction, all right? Your, your purpose is not to not be civil. You're here to live. I mean, listen, women ain't going nowhere. We'll all die off before women will. That's just how it works. Okay, so if y'all think y'all just going to be here and all the women going to be died off and you're just going to be here and win in the end, it's not going to work. You're going to take the bullets first. Can I, can I try to tell you? I know we want women to learn their lesson. You want women to learn their lesson and learn from the errors of their ways. The way this works and I want you to understand this, the way this works is before women understand the errors of their ways, the barbarian will kick in the door. Once the barbarian kicks in the door, metaphorically, the men are going to take the bullets first. <laughs> so the women going to be hiding in a damn boat. They're going to be gone, bro. But it's going to be their fault. <laughs> it's going to be their fault. The men are going to take the bullets, the arrows, the poison arrows. All right. We're going to be the slaves. They're going to chain us up first. They're going to be the first ones in the gulag. I just want you guys to know, I know we want this system to collapse and we can laugh at all the 304s selling peacefully for bottles of waters. That was going to happen. That's going to happen. But they ain't going to die first. We going in the gulag first. We're going to die. We're going to be bloodshed. We're going to shed the blood first. So I want you to be prepared for this. When the evolution comes, 
we're going to take the brunt of the pain first. We're the ones that are going to pay financially for it all first. All right. A prime example of this, a prime example of this is the student loan cancellation. Men are overwhelmingly going to pay for the 70%, near 70% of women that have taken out all these loans. Whatever the cancellation is, by definition, men are the ones that are going to pay for it. That's a prime example. You're going to, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the money, we're going to pay for it first. But when you go out into the world, if you go out and every time you have an interaction with a woman, it's you got to stay in this frame of you 304, you're going to kill yourself softly. <laughs> do not do that. Now, if they engage with you, it's going to be a different story. Now you got to figure out, listen to me, you got to figure out what manipulative tactic she's using to engage with you. What manipulative tactic is she using to engage with you? Women do not engage with men for no reason at all. That's what you have to understand. And the women listen to this. This is the honest truth. If there's no reason to engage with you, she will not. If she engages with you, why? Ask yourself, why? What does she want? <laughs> does she want attention? Does she want your energy? Does she want your kids? Does she want your money? Does she want your time? That's what you got to figure out. She doesn't like you for you. <laughs> it, does she hate men? What, what, what is she engaging with you for? Is she trying to set you up? It's one of the two. It's one of, I'm sorry, it's one of those reasons. reasons. It's not for nothing. They don't have the time to waste to engage with you for no reason at all. Now, that's just the reality of the situation. They're not being nice to you for no reason at all. If they did that, they'd never make it home. They just be nice to people the whole way. Hi, hi, hi. They never make it home. So they got to pick and choose. All right, I'll get this one some. I'll try to get some. It's like a salesman, a car salesman. You ever have that situation? This is information I'm giving. This is entertainment. I'll get back to the show. You go to a, you go to a car lot. You go to a car lot. You go to the car lot. You want to look for cars. You don't even want to hear, deal with the salesman. You see the salesman coming. You're like, here to here he come. The salesman got to go through his speech. Oh, okay, yeah, oh, okay, okay. Objection one, objection two, objection three, objection four, objection five. You're trying to get rid of the fool, but he's learned a sales script to counter your objections. And you're like, just get the point. Do you get the point? Get away. Now, the salesman is the woman. The salesman's coming to you to sell cars. Now, by the time you go through the, all, every objection, what does the salesman do? Well, I'm just looking. No, I'm just looking. No, I really, no, okay. No, I don't want to test drive it. Nope, nope. And you give them all the objections. No, I don't want to know. Listen, I already had a car. Listen, all right, I'm just looking for my brother. When the salesman realizes there's nothing else to gain from you, what does the salesman do? They gone. They have no more interest in talking to you. They have no more interest in sharing information with you about the car. They're gone. You've got rid of them. Same thing when it comes to women. <laughs> okay, they're the salesmen. If there's nothing to gain from you, they're not going to engage. If the salesman knows you're a, uh, what do you used to call them? Um, we used to call them something in sales when they just come and look. Not looky-loo, but... Um, um, if the salesman knows there's nothing to get from you, there's no engagement. They're going to stop engaging. And this is just human nature. So is this human nature related to women and men? This is just human nature. Same as the dudes that try to engage with a woman and she doesn't want to deal with you. Most times you don't leave. You got to tell her about herself. 
you'd be like, tell her, oh, well, anyway, you a soggy, big, tiggy, sloppy ass, flat booty, which that's despicable. I was like, you was interested in her 10 seconds ago. You was wanting to put your salami in her 10 seconds ago. Now she a SpongeBob SquarePants ass, box booty ass woman. Mm. <laughs> uh, but you were manipulative. You were trying to get something from her without investing anything other than game or time. And you went to do the slow pimp. And then when she shot your ass down, did you have to tell her how much of a slop a lop she is? <laughs> All right, where are we at? Albert Egram says, uh, why coach Greg Adams keep talking about the same topics, in quotes. And he says, because these idiots keep falling for the same traps over and over again that have been used on men for decades. Yep, used on men for decades. So this is the game. And guys, women don't have much game. They're horrible at game. They're horrible at interactions. They're horrible at approaching. All right. Their game is to receive and you to give. Bottom line. And this isn't nothing new. Obviously, this is how you sexually interact with them. They're the receiver. You're the giver in every single way. So when she lies on her back, she's the receiver. She's never the giver. She could never say I effed a guy. She could say I got effed by a guy. Because she's the receiver. How are you the receiver and you F the guy? F is an adjective and it's an action word. It describes the action. You received from me. That means I gave you and I F'd you. You did not F me. The only way you F me is if it cost me way more than it was worth. <laughs> anyway, yes, they're takers. We're givers in all aspects of it. When you boil it down biologically, that's how it works. The minute you try to skew that line and try to flip it and where they're the giver and we're the takers, shit, you went, you entered into the reading rainbow category over there. Mm. You in reading rainbow territory. Well, I take from my woman that you're, you're doing something opposite. You might as well go down. You might as well go down to West Hollywood at this particular point. I make women pay for me. Okay. You're on West Hollywood. You're a prostitute. Get your ass on the corner, dude. All right. And how much did she give you? Very little, very little. Very little. Very little. In, in comparison to what you could have earned yourself, very little, descriptively. So we're trying to make men, and we got to tell men the reality of the situation. <laughs> I make my woman do for me. All right, you sound like a low-grade individual. I can't never even under, uh, explain it. Women don't have much to give anyway. <laughs> what can a woman give you? They don't have much to give. And they're not great at giving and never. And one more thing, and I got to get on with the show. One more thing. Women never give you anything. They loan it to you. In every sense of the word, they loan you peace leave. They loan you money. They loan you shoes. They loan you jeans. If you break the, if you break the connection with them, they're going to ask for it back plus interest. They never say, okay, I lost the money. Um, I'll move on to another guy and provide. That's what men do. Men move on to another woman and provide. Women give under the context of you must stay with me. The minute you break the connection, they'd be like, well, give me them Jordans back. They'll burn the Jordans up. That was a loan. Give me my PlayStation back. I bought you that. Yeah, you, get, you gave it to me as a birthday gift. I don't care. I bought it. It was a loan. <laughs> They never give you a damn thing. And the, minute, and the reason why you don't leave that woman is she continues to give and you know it's a loan. You know when you leave, she gonna ask for it back. 
So that's why you stay with a woman. Hence, you're in the female position. You're not in a dominant by saying a woman buys me stuff. It's alone. Understand it's alone. You know it's alone. So that's why you never leave that woman. <laughs> you guys ain't ready for this truth. I'm I'm hitting y'all over the head. I'm hitting y'all over the head with too much today. All right, uh, let's get to the next story. Sorry, man. Let's get to Lars of Pippen. Lars of Pippen. Lars of Pippen. Here it is right here. Lars of Pippen's latest victim. Oh, man, what, what does she do out here? So let's look at Lars of Pippen. You guys, I don't need to even go through the debaucherous nature of her post-divorce. And as I tell women, uh, listen, you're under the protection of men in general, financially and physically. Unfortunately, they believe they're independent, they're strong, they're fierce, they're ambitious, and they can do it on their own. And uh, even married women go through this cycle of, I'm going to go out there and find myself, the sisterhood of the traveling pants. All right, what are all of these things? I'm going to find myself. I'm going to find my true self. And they end up being 304s. And so here it is right here. This is Larsa Pippen. You guys know the story about her. She's trying to find herself at age 50. I've discovered who I really am. All right, you're going to be a loser here in a minute because you're going to turn 60 and it's going to be game over. All right, here it is right here. She was with Scotty Pippen. She divorced Scotty Pippen. She's been in these streets, right? In these streets. And now, allegedly, she's having dinner being seen out with this man. This is Michael Jordan's son, which, what, what's his name? Now, if you know the context of the situation, Michael Jordan played with Scotty Pippen. They were on the team for some, you know, what, eight, nine, ten years together? Obviously, these two are now because Scotty Pippen, like, hey, you don't give me the respect. Um, Jordan, he, Jordan, Pippen wants Jordan, Pippen wants Jordan respect and Jordan is in his own world. All right. Um, so Larsa knew this man for a long time. So there's a, uh, somewhat of a nephew aunt relationship with them. That's what we, that's what we assume. If you wanted to keep it clean, that maybe she's a mentor to him, or maybe they were just hooking up from the past. Uh, listen. If you are saying that, I just don't know. I ain't going for that. I can't go for that. So let's go ahead and show you right here. Damn, what's up with these? Oh, my goodness. What, what is this? Get rid of this freaking ad here. So Larsa Pippen here looking all lumpy in the legs and all that. This is what you guys got to learn about older women. This is what you got to learn about older women. All right. I've had my share of older women. Now, their face. Head and shoulders can look on point, right? They got the head and shoulders. I always tell you guys about head and shoulders. A lot of women lead with their head and shoulders. It's like um that movie um with that dude, I can't remember his name, Ben something, where he always like, this is, the, this is your money right here. So they spend an awful lot of time on their head and shoulders where their hair is their crown. And then they spend all this time masking themselves or using foundation or concealing their look to look something different. Now, from here on down, they don't really do nothing. Many women don't do nothing from there on down, okay? And in this situation here, this is the same with Larsa. So y'all be like, oh, I'll mess with that old woman because she's pretty in the face. But below the waist, be looking like a train wreck. Lumpy, soggy, saggy. You put your hand all on her hips and then you dip, you dip, we dip. All on her thighs, your, your hand will sink through her thighs and all the lumps and the curdle up. Anyway, I'm not dissing her. I'm describing her. And then do not take the jeans off. B 
because what's up under that hood, you're going to be like, holy moly. Okay, well, I'll just go in. I mean, it's like hanging curtains somewhere. It's not going to be pretty. It is not going to be pretty when you look at it. You're going to be like, oh. It's like going through the Arby's drive-thru. You're going to be like, oh, Jesus. You're going to be like, so functified. Now, again, the face looks good, but below the waist and even some women below the shoulders, it'd be looking like God. Oh, my God. And if you're a part of the nasty boys, if you're a part of the nasty boys, all of these are green lights. It start getting lumpy. And the reality is once you bust, you're going to see what you did and you're not going to feel good about yourself. You're going to be like, oh, can't believe I did that. So it's just a matter of nature. And ladies, it is what it is. Okay. We don't look too, we don't look too good when we're 16 to 21. We look all goofy, gangly, bird chested. And then y'all looking good. Thighs all good, popping, booty all popping. All right. Titties all sitting up, all on your chest up here. And everything's fantastic. But Father Time meets Mother Nature and they have a meeting over your body while you're sleeping. And they say, we just are about to start taking all this away. She don't need it no more. <laughs> She don't need it no more. She no longer needs a mate. She's a granny. She's a grandmother. She's an old mother. She should be focusing on her kids. So they said, let's take this away and let's give to another young woman. She turned 18 tomorrow. We need to give it to her. You don't need it no more. Labiaplasty, here we come. She need to be sitting on the porch swing in Savannah, Georgia, kicking her feet, drinking sweet tea and hot lemonade or cold lemonade in the summer. She don't need it no more. But unfortunately, these women are like, well, I still got it. I still got it until you get her home and you lay down and her thigh meat swing up under her damn femur. You're like, what? Damn, I didn't realize a hamstring could come up all around and wrap around a femur like that. I'm just describing. I Listen, I'm not hating. I'm not dissing. I'm just describing. I'm describing what happens. Here it is right here. Hit the like button in the building or we're going to get belly deli. So Michael Jordan's son is chilling with Larsa Pippen. What is the relationship? It says right here, the duo was found dining in a Miami Japanese restaurant, Zuma. They were in some free advertisement here. The Pippins divorced in 2021 after 14 years, 14 measly years of marriage. The age gap between this pair is 17 years. Jordan, Jordan is 31. Larsa is 48. Where are all the, he's a child, this is reprehensible behavior. Where's all the women here? Where's all the women that are saying this is reprehensible? If it's a 47-year-old man, 47-year-old man and a 31-year-old woman, what are we saying here? Especially a woman who was married to somebody and he was a kid around hanging around her. What are we saying here? This is just a friendly meeting. You know he wanted to smash that and she's in the spirit of smashing. Michael Jordan, they're describing the relationship here. She's in the spirit of smashing. Absolutely. We know that. She's not having a dude over for lunch. This damn Norwegian cruise ad killing me, Sean. <laughs> All right. She's not in the spirit of just having a guy um, and treating him well. Oh, I just want to meet up with you. She's in the spirit of fornication right now. She's in the spirit of Jezebel. She's definitely in the spirit of Jezebel. And we know this. So if you want to pass this off, if you want to, if you want to remain in the blue pill, hopeful world, and you want to pass this off as just an innocent meeting between a former aunt, 
an aunt figure and a, a nephew figure, go ahead. We know this is not the case. You're the type of person that believes a male and a female can be friends. You're the type of person that believes every interaction between a man and a woman, there's no sexual innuendo, there's no sexual hint there. You, you're this guy. Let's put the shoes on the feet of Mr. Jordan here. Jordan knows he's in the spirit of Jezebel and fornication. He knows this. And when Larsa calls him up, hey, I'm a little bit lonely. Let's catch up on old times. What do you think Mr. Jordan is thinking? Mr. Jordan is thinking, I'm going to clap cheeks. If future clap cheeks, if um, if uh, if um, Tristan Thompson clap cheeks, cheeks allegedly, if the dude from the Minnesota Timberwolves got them cheeks, I deserve them cheeks too. Do you think he went there and he showed up when she called him? Oh, let's catch up on old times. Do you think as a 31-year-old man, he ain't thinking about getting them 50-something-year-old cheeks? He going to hit them cheeks because he thinks he's entitled to hit them cheeks. Everybody else got it. Now, let's just say this. Is it right for her to turn him down when she didn't gave them cheeks away frivolously? How does Mr. Jordan going to look at that? Wait a minute. You ever been that guy? You ever been that guy where you know a 304 been out in these streets, right? In these streets. And then a woman, you know she's on the, you know she's out in the streets, out on the streets, yeah, into the sheets. You know she's been giving it away. Then she calls you up. Oh, let's catch up. She ready to get that piece leave a good old break. She put it on ice. She didn't put the Bengay on it. And then she meets up with you. You're like, ah, yeah, you rubbing your hurt hands like Birdman. And then you. Show up to the meeting because she hit you up. You know she's in the spirit of the streets and the Jezebel. You show up. Let's have lunch. You already know. You didn't shave and manscaped your whole little thing down there. You didn't took a shower. You didn't put deodorant on. You put on your best Versace cologne. And then you show up. And then she hits you with, you know, I'm ready to give this peace leave a rest on ice. I'm looking for a good man. I like younger men, but I just want a good man. I'm not, I'm not trying to be your, your freak in the bed. I want a guy that wants to go to brunch and dinners with me. Uh, would you be that guy? And you just sat there like, you like this. Wait, wait, what? Hold up for a second. I thought I was next in line. I know you've been out here acting up. Now you want to put it on ice? She like. And that's you. Wait a minute. Hold up, baby. Hold up. You didn't gave it to Future, Malik Brand, whatever his name is. Malik Rose, <laughs> I can't remember who the other guy is. You didn't gave it to everybody. I didn't been sending you, I've been seeing you bent over on the couch, everybody's couch, like Obsidian's house. And now you want to put your stuff on ice and make me work for it. Jump through hoops and hurdles. The same little box you've been giving out there. You want me to come out here and wait. Malik Beasley, Malik Beasley, sorry, not Malik Rose. Who is Malik Rose? And you're like, wait a minute. And so this is this is the dynamic you had here. Potentially, it was an innocent lunch from Lars's perspective. But he was thinking, cha-ching, let me just go in and beat the brakes. It's a slow Tuesday. Let me just go in the break. It's a Sunday of a holiday weekend. I wasn't doing nothing else. I got you. Yeah, I'll meet you for lunch. Uh-huh. And then she gives you that pat on the back. Hi. She, oh, thank you. I just needed to meet with the man who just didn't want to get in between my legs. And he's sitting there like this. Mm -hmm. 
I appreciate you, Mr. Jordan. See, all these other guys just want to get between my legs, but you sat here and you had lunch with me and you're willing to let me go home and you paid the bill. Now I could just go home and have hope in humanity that there's men like you who do not want to run through my body. He's like this. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> He's like. And that's you. Yeah, man. And you're like, wait a minute. Hold on, baby. She'd be like, oh, you don't have to walk me to my car. My car's that way. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you in about four weeks after I didn't healed, after I didn't let three other guys run through me. The bad guys that don't have to follow the rules. He like, what the f How many times have you been that guy until you figured out real fast? Oh, no, hell no. I mean, it takes men years to be able to do that. And so, again, one of your male superpowers are, is turning down women like this. Remember, women don't engage with you for no reason. There's a reason they're engaging with you. Many times when they reach out to you, if you're not the guy where she just comes over in her Nike slides and sweats, if she's not reaching out to you like that, you're the guy that's she's there's another reason why. And perhaps if he's not getting the Chiefs, perhaps they he, they engage for. Yeah, perhaps that um, he's there for he's the he's the cleanup guy. He's the nice guy. He's the OK, I'll hang out with you. He's the energy guy. He's the attention guy. And the way the looks here, this photo right here, the looks of this photo. He looks like, yep. He looks horny. He was like, yeah, I'm about to go back and clap cheeks until she got to the parking lot. Until she pulled that, that valet. All right. Valet, valet brings her car around. She turns around. She gives you that hug where she disengages her pelvis from your pelvis. All right. Where she leans in like this. She don't put her titties all on your shoulders or chest. Her pelvis is way back here. And she lean in church hug style. And she give you that. Thank you. You're such a gentleman. There needs to be more gentlemen like you. There needs to be more gentlemen that are willing to wait for somebody that been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. I appreciate you. Or the circle rub. The circle rub. Oh, thank you very much. Circle rub on your back. Not even the full hand, just the damn, just the metal tarsals. I think that's the foot. Feet picture. She just rubbing your shoulders. She just rubbing your back. Thank you very much. Guys, that is called being finessed. That's what you call being finessed. I don't care what you want to say. That is a finesse move by women. 100%. There's no other if, ands, and buts about it because she insinuated that there was something else here. But then once the bill was paid and once we walking down the valet, she like, oh, okay, yep, I got your ass. Now, guess what? I'm about to disengage, go home, and cry because the real man that I wanted piping me down, he ain't coming over. <laughs> that's called scamming you that's a finesse women that use that that that's despicable because you knew why i showed up you all know why i'm here you all know why i'm here again so a woman will do this i'm going to tell you another finesse movement we'll get on if if a woman says to you like you, you're saying you you meet up for date number one i always give women a pass on date number one i'm not the guy to be like you got to smash on date number one right I don't mind that because I'm trying to vet you out still too. But by date number two, we all know why we're engaging. You should know. If, if you're operating in the spool of, of uh, the spirit of foolishness, I can't deal with your ass. All right, but you all know what's up. Date number two, between date number two and date number three, we're proceeding. 
if she happens to give it up on date number two, it's kind of like, okay, I'm meeting you for dinner. We're not going to go out for ice cream and go to the festival and the fair. Uh, we meet for dinner and do we want to progress at home for drinks? I'm not out of line for this. If I'm courting you, that's a different situation. We would never be on date number one and two to begin with. Date number one would be with family and friends. All right, we would be engaging socially and we would be using the proper vetting tools to vet for partnership. But y'all dumbasses are out here dating, all right, and try to find good legitimate partners. What you're doing is engaging in prostitution. And by that, what by the date number two is I'm trying to see if this previous two payments are going to be a worth you coming over to my house. All right, that's called prostitution and that's what you're engaging in. All right, so here's date number two. Hey, and, and, and you will proceed like that. Hey, let's have dinner and then go back to my place. Let's go have dinner and go back to my place. She says, okay. She says, okay. And that's you. She says, okay. Now, the second day comes around, you meet. She shows up. You go to dinner. You have the dinner or whatever you're doing, stupid shit that you're doing out here called dating. You meet. Afterwards, after you pay, after you done entertained her, after you done listened to her boring-ass conversation about her being ambitious and powerful and independent, and then the bill showed up and she didn't pay, you paid. If she says, after that particular meeting, you know what? I know we said I'd come over after this time, but after the next time, I'll come over. She's already progressed to date three. Meaning she got out of you one, two, and then she pulls back. She balks. She withdraws. She says, you know what? I know I said I would come over this time, but this time isn't the proper time. But she showed up. She showed up under the agreement that, yes, we were progressing. And she balks. That's a finesse. Yes, cut your losses. You lost that bet. You, you thought she would honor her word, and women don't honor their word. But she didn't mind showing up for the meal or the entertainment or the expense. She didn't mind showing up for that, but she changed the rules mid-game. She finessed you. She bait-and-switched you. She ate the food up. She drank up the drink. You paid the bills, and then in the parking lot, I know we were going to go over this time, but I'm on my period. I know, but I got cramps. Oh, but, but I had something to do. I got to get up early for work. But she showed up. That is a finesse. Okay. She switched it. Me, yes, I got it. She switched it on you. And then now she, you're supposed to keep her at her word for the third time, right? Oh, wait a minute. Now I got to entertain you again. <laughs> now I got to pay for dinner again. Now I got to go kick it with you again. So that's when you say, next time you come over, come straight to the crib. If she comes straight to the crib, and you don't smash, that's finesse number three. How many times she going to finesse you, bro? How many times she going to, she shows up for the third date. Okay, I'll come to the house. And then she comes over and she's still guarded. Oh, I really don't. Uh, uh, bro, Jesus Christ. What in the hell is this person doing? But you guys go through this over and over and over again. You act like you did not pay. You wasted probably five to seven hours. That's not including setting everything up, thinking about it, thinking about what you're going to do. You wasted probably $250 and $300 um, or better or better in this situation. You didn't get your salami wet one time. 
You didn't part the Red Sea one time. And meanwhile, I didn't been through three junior college chicks in a matter of hours for less time and less money. I tell you, you guys are foolish when it comes to dating because dating doesn't favor men at all. It is a way for women to finesse you. But you got to keep going in. Well, I'll try this time and maybe this one. And well, if you guys don't want to date and pay for these dates, it's not like just because other women ruined the, the situation for you doesn't mean I'm going to ruin it. And then you do date number one, two, three. You go through finesse number one, two and three. <laughs> and then she's like, well, I'm not entitled to give you anything. I mean, we're just dating. We're just getting to know each other. No, we're not. I can get to know you for 350 bucks on seeking arrangements. I could be through the I could be through your body. Other dudes have done far less to get through your body. Other men have done far less in your past to get through to you, or they paid far less to get through you, but now I got to get to know you. What in the world? And he got far more for less effort, but now here you go. Rule, 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 rule. Rule for you. Rule, 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 rule. It is absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Anyway, shout out to the people still trying to date out here, especially the old heads. You old dudes be trying to date and thinking y'all doing something. Now, some dudes just like the company of women. Let's just understand that. Now, I don't in particularly. I think at this point in my life, there ain't nothing new I'm going to hear. <laughs> I'm not going to learn anything. I'm going to just basically like, she's just like listening to hers, like listening to the teacher on Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. I'm not going to hear nothing. I'm going to hear the same script. Ah! I'm looking to start an eyelash business. Bark. I'm an entrepreneur. Bark. I'm strong and independent. Bark. I'm a single mother looking to raise my kid. He's going to be the next president. Bark. I'm like, this ain't nothing new. I'm going to learn nothing. I'm actually going to lose brain cells listening to this conversation. It's going to be the same conversation over and over again. Bark. <laughs> I'm looking to buy a house. Bark. I bought a one-bedroom, three-bathroom condo townhouse. Bark. I'm strong and independent. Bark. It's like the same thing over and over again. Dating to me is for very young people. It is not meant for old people. It is not designed for old people. And when I say old, I mean past 30. It is not designed for it. It's a waste of time. Like we know what we're doing. You, you're not a virgin. I'm not either. Let's just meet up. Let's make this quick. I ain't here for a long time. I'm just here for a good time. So are you. You're annoyed by me. You really hate men in the end, at the end. You're just trying to use somebody. Um, let's just get to it. Dating is meant for 15 to 16, like just when you about to get your driver's license and you go got, buy a woman an ice cream sundae. That's a date. Mm. Right? That's a date, right? You take the innocent. Everything's kind of innocent and awkward. You're trying to learn. You know what I mean? You're in love with her. You're in love with her. You haven't even touched the woman. You're anticipating the kiss. You're anticipating the hug. When you're 30 and above, it's like this. Hi, how's your name? My name's Greg. Okay, go ahead. Lay on the bed. You know what? I'm tired of this. Here's a couple of dollars. Here we go. I'll make it worthwhile. Go fill up your gas tank. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. 
all right, you know why I'm here. I'll make it worth your while. Let's just do what we need to do. And I don't want to hear from you no more. Or come over every other week if you want. <laughs> but 16 to maybe 24, 25 at the most, that, that's, it's somewhat, it's somewhat, somewhat innocent. And that, that 25-year-old age is like dwindling. It's, you're pushing it back to 22. There's no more innocence. You take the mud girl to the movie. You sit in the movie theater. You're ready to put your arm around her. Oh, you know, you're ready to touch her. She smells so good. Her hair. Oh. You sit by her. You listen. You smelling her. Summer's Eve. Boy. You thinking about her at night. You looking at the ceiling. Oh, boy. If I can just get the first base. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> everything smell good about her everything looks so good you don't even know what she's talking about it sounds good her voice sounds good she all nice petite and, petite and so sweet she's sitting up like this her boobs all sitting up there you're like oh boy boy if i could just touch them right that's what that's dating you go to the movies the drive-in the, the, the that's a date Taking an old broad out to Applebee's, Mastro's, Chili's. I mean, th- why are you taking her out? And she acting like, oh, this is the first time I've had somebody take me out before. She didn't been take out, taken out 50, 11 times already. You already know what it feels like. You already know what titties feel like. You smelling her mothballs. Cheap broad. Hair weave. Lip injection. It ain't no surprise no more. You're like, oh, Tyrone. Dog, cat. Gerbil. Mm. <laughs> he said, Ray. Flat tire. Broke. It ain't no damn surprise no more. Like, you're like, okay. She here for the date. Foodie call. Bills. That's what, there's no romance no more. She there for a reason. (laughs) Yeah. Single mama, McDonald's, human resource job. All right, listen. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, Nissan Ultima. What? Wig. Washed up wig. You know what I mean? Roommates. Broken apartment. You know what I mean? This is just like, this is pathetic. Bankruptcy. (laughs) Desperation. Come on, man. What are we here for? This is no longer the situation where it was. This is no longer it. We're not here. There's no innocence. 5011 Bollies. Holland Tunnel. (laughs) We got it. All right. Whoa. All right, let me get here down here, Cash App style. Shout out to Avid Hiker in the building. Appreciate you, man. Usual suspect. <laughs> Coffee fun, coach. Greer, Greer says, uh, do the moms still get child support if they put me in jail? Yes. Yes. Child support still. He said box wine. <laughs> yeah, box wine. Student debt. That's what it smells like. All right. But uh, child support still goes up. Child support never stops accruing once they put you on the system. They put you on the system because you're a debt and debt prisoner, a voluntary debt prisoner. So even if they throw you in a clink, yes, the debt still goes up. 
It's crazy. All right. Gym status says 250. She has to repeat this 200x to make 50k. Yeah. So a lot of guys are like, y'all pay these women's bills, and y'all, you're not making a woman rich if she's a celibate. If you're a buy a bit, they're not getting rich on you. Not a, they have to do this as a full time job, and I'm gonna tell you, it's a horrible full time job. Some of them try it, and they they burn out. They burn out. So what they do is they increase the price. They'll put the price way up so they have to do less. That's good business. This is a good business mindset. But there's not that many men that are going to pay that price. So they're going to run out of business. They're, they're going to run out of business. They're not getting rich. Guys, I, I'm going to tell you, my experience with this is that even if you had a couple of interactions with them in that particular month, and we let's just say they've had two other guys, and they had a couple of, they're still broke by the end of the month. It's still this. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's still that. And they're quite aware of this phenomenon. Right. This is why it doesn't last very long for them. It's not a long term plan for them. Some of them fizz out. Some of them try to extend it and make a full time job and a hustle. But you can tell when they lay down for you, you can tell it's business business. You don't want to mess with women like that. Their problem is every every week, a new 18 year old is legalized. And they are now the new competition, whether you like it or not, whether you're like, well, that's too young. It don't matter. Somebody's going to. Somebody wants it. <laughs> Just because you think you wouldn't go there, somebody is. And uh, our boy White Wolf on a boat, he's going there. He's like, I'm only wanting orientations. Joe Biden's going there. Joe Biden's going there. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> and every, every month, first of the month, it's the same story. It's what it is. It's the way of the world. They try to do this. They'll have two or three guys. They'll meet up with them. And then they still like tops. They made 2,500 bucks tops. They need way more than that. They need five G's. It's a, it's a crazy weird world, but yeah, gym status. They're not getting rich. Never think they're getting rich. All right. Shout out to Jay. He says, Eve didn't like Adam like that. And it's been proven over and over again. Eve actually was fascinated with herself. Eve actually was looking out for herself. And once you get to understand that about human nature, this isn't even female nature. This is human nature. We're all looking out for self, self-preservation. Once you understand that, you realize there's no love really out there. All right, again, 16 to 22, 16 to 23, it's about love. Remember, the tragic story of Adam and Eve was about two 13-year-olds. The tragic story about Mary and Joseph and Cheese himself was about two 14-year-olds or a 14-year-old and a 90-year-old. I don't know. This fascination about love and romance is very much heightened when the man is pushed with excessive amount of testosterone and the woman that is at her most fertile. Once those two things start to dissipate, her fertility, and our testosterone, guess what happens? A whole train wreck. <laughs> Again, dating after 28 and 30 and 35, when the testosterone decreases in the man and the woman has been ran through and her fertility decreases, what do people hang their hat on? Well, love and romance and what a man's supposed to do and what a woman's supposed to do. You trying to make it work with two people nature-wise where it don't work. 
it don't work no more. Like, what's the point? The woman starts saying, well, I'm happy by myself. The man starts saying, I'm happy. What's the point? The point then is love. Well, to be honest with you, you're both incapable of it. It, it can't happen. Like, I know you want to make it happen, but it can't happen. Because she's in it for herself and self-preservation. You're in it for what you think is going to be sex, but you're really not really, after you get it like five times, you're not going to be that much interested in her. She's going to be like a bank. Your interest is going to wane once you make a withdrawal. You no longer earn interest. You lose interest on all withdrawals. But while you're putting money in, you will keep the interest up. But then she's going to start leveraging it. Well, I don't want to do it. I smell like a bag of onions, right? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. He says, how do you sleep at night? Uh, I'm sorry, what? I sleep very well at night because I'm free. Myself is free. You're the slave. I sleep very good. I have no problems. I get my message out and I'll be like this at night. I'll be good. But 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 you guys can't sleep at night because you're constantly chasing something that doesn't exist. But it's OK. <laughs> right, y'all in the oh boy. Perhaps I'll find the right one this time on Tinder. Perhaps I'll cold approach that new woman at work in accounting. Oh, my gosh. Perhaps I think about her every night. Oh, I go up to her desk. Hi, Suzanne. Suzanne sounds like an old woman. Oh, Suzanne. Oh, Susanna. Oh, don't you cry for me. You're thinking about the new woman. Oh, my God. I'm going to approach her at work. Coach, should I approach her? She's giving me choosing signals. <laughs> I'm like, you know how much time you're wasting? For real, man, Lou, you get. How many people have you seen go in and out of relationships, in and out? You guys have been in five relationships since I started doing content, and none of them's worked. Tell me I'm lying. None of them work. Zero. And now you're back listening to me talking about how I sleep at night. All right. I've been sleeping good for five, the last five years, getting this information out, proving. You wrong and me right. And I'm sitting here when, uh, by the way, by the way, the other part of this is I'm winning in life. I have continued to win. Look at, just be honest. Look at where my life has gone and look at where your love relationship as life has gone. You've gotten zero and you've sidetracked yourself infinitely. And meanwhile, in that time, I went from homeless 10 years ago to this or this. And where are you at in life? Hold up. Where are you at in life? Now, again, people, I'm not flexing on you. That, that's not a flex. What I'm showing you is the free agent lifestyle wins. It's not a flex. I was living in the back of a Ford Explorer 10 years ago. <laughs> and I sat there and I said, 
where has my life gone? I was like this. Damn, where did my life go wrong? <laughs> I'm literally trying to show y'all. Y'all fighting this battle between finding a mate and, and finding success. I know. You're fighting this battle. I want a mate that loves me and I'm going to build with her and I'm going to be successful. You're fighting this battle. And I don't do these things and show these things of me. I don't show all my wins in life. I just show you that just to be like, look. And I finally said, you know what? <laughs> maybe, just maybe, we've been doing this wrong. Maybe the order has been wrong. And maybe we've been fooled by the trickery deception of nature, which is to use its lust against you. Maybe, just maybe, women are a byproduct of success because that's what we're hearing from them. You got to make X, Y, and Z. And you got to have this. You got to have this. You got to have a house, boat, car. Not all women, but the low-quality women think, no, I don't need something like that. I just want your time. That's a worse L. That's a worse L. When the woman says to you, I'm not that type of woman. I don't need your house and car. I don't need you to have 100K. I just want your time. She thinks she said something smart, but what she says was the dumbest thing you would, could ever fall for because time is way more important than money. Time is how you convert into money, which is a byproduct. Proper time, proper use of time is a byproduct. The byproduct of that is success and money. The byproduct of success and money is women. The byproduct of success and money is power. I guarantee you, if you start this earlier in your life, you will never have problems with women. <laughs> the, the time that you'll have problems with women will decrease. Number one, the quality of women, what it takes to actually catch your attention once you have success, once you have money, once you have power, the quality of women you will chop off 80% of straggle daggles. You will chop off an 80% of available women. They just won't be quality for you. You'll be like, hell no. But you would have jumped in there when you were broke. You would have jumped right in there. The quality of woman dissipates. I mean, the you will look at a normie woman and be like, I wouldn't even waste my time with that. Right? You'll be like, nah. Because you'd be like, I, I want this specifically from her. And then she'll come in in a spirit of not finesse. Well, and then she'll come in in a spirit of finesse, but she's not going to lead you on this. But you got to date me one and you got to date me twice. And I got to go out three and four times. That all disappears. That all disappears. You'll never have to deal with that ever again. Not only that, some women will look at you as a big fat old wallet, and then you'll be able to negotiate in the spirit of leverage and options. Oh, okay. Is this what we're doing? Okay, got it. I got money. Well, the actual retail price. The actual retail price is. And she'll say, okay. High quality woman. You'll throw 20s on her forehead. She'll skedaddle. And you can go to sleep in peace. <laughs> all right anyway this is a monday i know i'm hitting y'all over the head people are like this is absolutely reprehensible this is how it works i'm sorry it took me a while to figure it out but once i figured it out and i had to hit hard times to figure it out like him i had to hit hard times and go homeless living in the back of a truck going hmm perhaps i did this wrong perhaps i got this out of order and the sad part of it is, 
your leaders, the men you look up to, have already figured this out. But they ain't telling you the secret. I'm telling you the secret. I'm telling you the secret. This is how it works. Your presidents, your politicians, your civil rights leaders, your athletes, your rich men, they've all figured this shit out. Some of them haven't, and they went and doubled down on love, and they ended up like Cam Newton. Let's go ahead and show you this story right here. They doubled down. <laughs> I think it was an 04 Explorer. What was it? I think it was a 2002 Explorer. Think of how much time you've wasted this morning looking at ass on Instagram going, I, I used to do this. I used to do this. I remember we didn't have Instagram in my youngin' days. We had video vixens. And we used to watch video vixens go from um, go from a Q-tips video, a vibrant thing, and then she went on Donnell Jones's video. If you love someone, you just don't treat them bad. And then she was out somewhere else on Nelly's video. And we're watching this woman going, I want a woman just like that. That's the type of woman I want. And her legs all oiled up like Gloria Velez. Shout out to the game. She got her hair, her makeup done, titties bouncing, ass jiggling. And we sat up there. <laughs> and we was going, I want a woman like that. I want a woman like his own Big Pippin. I could throw Crystal, pour Crystal all over her, her, her breast. That's the type of woman I want. And we looked and we looked. Oh, I want a woman like that. I want a woman like that. That's what I need. That's what I need. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you realize how many of us men from that era got women like that? Mm. Not many. Where did she go? Dude with the Latrell Spreewell rims on this Escalade. She ran up on Montel Jordan. I used to be in the Valley during this period of time. She went with the dudes that had entree the VIP and was popping bottles on Ventura Boulevard. She was hanging out with the celebrities. She was going to hang out at All-Star Weekend. And we sitting there in our Honda Civic going, how come we can't get a girl like that? I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. And what we didn't realize, they was on sale back then. They were celibates back then. But we didn't realize that. We was like, how do these guys get these girls? <laughs> we sitting there like, what? What's going on? This is what you guys go through on Instagram, distracting yourself from the possibilities of getting it. And what I would tell you is go monk mode, read the free agent lifestyle, change your mind frame, unplug for the matrix. Then all of a sudden, you're going to see, like in the movies, The Devil's Advocate, you're going to see that they are all selling it in one form or fashion. Mm. Now, I know people are saying, not really, not me, coach. Yes, if you're selling it for a long term, if you're holding your peace leave hostage for a long-term relationship in which you get the cash out if he messes up or you get the benefit from his safety and security because he's a six-figure man, you just sold a bit. Mm. I'm waking you up. It's okay. You just sold and leveraged that in which then you get to a bigger piece of the pie. Instead of $500, we're talking about $50,000. We're talking about $500,000 if a house is included. I don't want your money. I just want your time. Mm. That is the worst situation you can get in, guys. Because you're thinking because you're lacking money, that exchanging time is going to be more favorable and uh, going to lead to respect. 
It's not for most of you. Some of you, it will work out, but a rare few it works out for. And while it's working out for you, you're going to think you're winning. But what I'm telling you is it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. You're winning now. (laughs) You're winning right now. At any moment, she can pull the rug from under your feet. In 70% of marriages, she does. 80% of women then file. She's going to pull the rug from under your feet, and you're not going to win no more. And when the loss happens, it doesn't happen over years. It happens fast, just like this. All right, so remember when these Atlanta Falcons were winning, they were winning for three and a half quarters. In a matter of a quarter of a half, they were tied. In a matter of five minutes in overtime, they lost the big game. It doesn't. It happens fast. You start seeing the losses. And Atlanta was piling up losses from that point on. Remember, they were all they needed was a first down. Then Matt Ryan got sacked. Out of field goal range. Turnover on downs. Turnover on downs. Punt. And Atlanta looking going, shit, you knew it was going bad. You saw it was going bad before the final score showed up. You were like, oh, shit, damn, we didn't get that first down. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, that's going to hurt, but... uh. We should be good. We just need a stop. Oh, damn, they scored. Okay, all right, kickoff. All right, let's be, oh, turnover on down. Okay, we're going to have to punt. That's all right. We still got a couple of points. Oh, they scored. Okay, got it. Kickoff return. Let's go ahead and get, okay, we driving down the field. Yes, we in field goal range. Uh Uh-huh. Let's just go ahead and run the ball right here. Let's just go back and drop and hit a little curl flats real quick. Oh, damn, I got sacked out of field goal range. God damn. Okay, um, let's go ahead and put. <laughs> now all of a sudden you looking like oh hell no right by the time the game was over they knew they started losing way early the momentum switched just like that just like in a relationship you was winning hafiz now all of a sudden the momentum switches and you start seeing an l here and an l there and an l here and an l there and you're like oh damn oh damn <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get to Cam Newton. We having fun today. I'm in the spirit of sharing because this is a holiday for you. It is not a holiday for me. All right, I'm working for you, brothers. All right, the child support hustle. Let's get into this story here. Uh, we're going to go into Cam Newton's ex. This is a despicable story that I'm just hearing uh, this weekend. I wasn't able to share it this weekend because I take Saturdays off from live streaming and Sundays. Uh, Cam Newton's ex says the NFL refuses to pay the ordered, that is the most important word, the ordered, $20,000 expenses and wants him to be held in contempt. This woman wants him thrown in jail (laughs) and have a contempt violation because she had a previous relationship with him sexually. Now, he didn't pick the best partner to be with, and a lot of times we do have to keep the blame on this. We picked them. But this is how the vindictive nature of this work. Now, why is this happening? Let's get to the dirty details. Just last month or so, there was a woman, and I can't remember her name, but she appeared on another woman, a popular YouTuber's channel, in which she said she likes to be degraded sexually. I don't know if you remember that. She looked like a light-skinned 
Freddie from a, a, a different world. Can't remember her name. But Cam Newton recently has had a woman coming out singing his praises, talking about how she likes to clip his toenails, cook them, treat them like a queen. Um, she likes to, uh, what was that Beyonce song? Where she's like, I like to do this for my king. I, I can't remember the name of the song. But she started, what's her name, Jasmine? Yeah. She likes to, um, I can't remember the name of the song. Cater, Cater, thank you. Boy, I, I love the coach game. Y'all on it, pause. Cater, cater to you. This woman was singing Cam Newton's praises. I'm a cater to you. And she was singing that. Oddly enough, it didn't take very long for the ex to get vindictive about this. And now she wanted to take his ass to court for some damn bills. Bills, bills. There's Destiny's Child again. Destiny's Child has ruined the modern woman, by the way. Mm. Beyonce's fans are going to come after me. But let's just say Beyonce. I'm sorry, not Beyonce. Destiny's Child was not good for modern women. All right, they they led them astray. That was the snake, the serpent, crawling on his belly, belly offering the fruit of wisdom. That has been disastrous. That was the deal. <laughs> All right, anyway. So she mad because she's got a woman catering. Anytime you have a ex in this situation, and she's a nice, pretty looking woman, I believe she was a former entertainer, stripper. I'm not sure. And he moves on, and he takes his wallet, and he's now paying for her. Because he says he pays. I'll pay all the bills as long as you cater to me. She now tries to ruin him in court. Mm. Let's read the story here. Kia Proctor, the former girlfriend. Again, she's leveraging the past use of her sex to something that he agreed to, unfortunately. Says right here. And the mother of Ken Newton's four children. There's the shield there. Those are called the human shield. She's leveraging the kids and past use of sex against this man. Before I continue, I'm going to go ahead and say that he has been paying child support. I'm just going to assume that. Okay. I'm going to assume that. And he has already been paying for her. I'm just going to assume that. But let's continue. She claims that the former baller hasn't kept up his end of their temporary custody agreement. The ex-lover's court battle begins back in 2019 when Newton filed a lawsuit against his ex for paternity. What a danger. This is toxic already. But he already, she already had kids, and he believed that the one of the kids wasn't his. He then asked, wait. He then asked for child support and custody to be set by the court, put himself on child support. After paternity for four children, four of their children was determined. He put, <laughs> damn, he asked for paternity on all the kids? Jesus. Mm. After paternity for four of their children was determined, Proctor then countersued for $15,000 a month in child support. Their ongoing case also includes Proctor's monthly utilities and expenses being covered. Proctor states she is paying out $14,000 a month in support and covers various bills. So she's saying her expenses, wait a minute, she's paying $14,000 a month in supporting their children. 14,000 plus bills a month, which amounts to the 20 she's seeking. What in the fuck? What kind of life is she living over here? What the hell? Wait, wait, what? What kind of bills does she have for $14,000 a month for four kids? 
That, that doesn't that doesn't add up. That don't add up at all. What else does she say? Due to his failure to pay, Proctor has asked the judge to find Newton in contempt, trying to throw his ass in jail. This request could also be fueled by the fact that Newton has failed to produce some financial statements needed for the pair to return to court. So that's a move that he's doing. He's just a, prolonging the inevitable, but I play that game as well as well. I, I advise him to play that game. Don't turn over any paperwork. Let them subpoena it. And if they got a court order to him for him to turn over the paperwork, then that's one thing. But um, she's using her time un very unwisely. Ladies, if you're listening to me, this use of time is dumb. It's deceptive. Where? Why can't you go get a job? Because this is your job. This is what you guys agreed to, by the way. Why can't you go get a job? I mean, you're, you seem attractive. OnlyFans is hiring. You got to do what you got to do, ma'am. What job did you have before this to meet Cam Newton? Go do that job. All right, but of course, you know, the wall meets. Um, the wall, the wall doesn't favor her making a lot of money on this one. So she like, what are we doing here? And we need to look at your expense declaration here. It says right here. And so you want to throw him in jail. See, that's the vindictive part of it. Why do you want to throw him in jail? Okay. That tells me there's a vindictive nature here. Oh, there's some other stuff here. It says right here. I skipped it. A report show from September 2020 to July 20 and 22. She incurred 5,500 in cable expenses. <laughs> she paid it. I'm, I'm assuming because cable surely will shut your cable off. They're not going to let it climb to $5,000. So she said she's already covering these expenses. So for people that are saying, Hold on, let me get my calculator out. Wait a minute. So we're talking about a good a good 24 months. About, about 24 months. All right, let me see what that averages out to. Okay, that's about right. Two, 230, 230 a month in cable over a little less than 23. Okay, so that's about 250. 250 in cable a month. She's 6,600 in internet. So that's another, wait a minute, boy, oh boy, why you got separate, oh, Jesus. 6,000 in there. This is a very, boy, this is a deceptive ass expense declaration. $4,700 in power charges and another $4,500 for gas. Why she not, cannot pay for this? <laughs> why she cannot pay for this? The total owed comes to $21,000. Oh, so it wasn't a monthly. All right, in addition, Proctor also wants Newton to pay for her $2,000 to cover her legal bills. <sighs> Ladies, this is why relationships are not going to work out. This is because men are getting these and they're going, you sound like a greedy woman. You're greedy. Number one. Number two, if you can't cover the support of these kids by yourself, why do you have custody of the kid? Someone please answer that question. I know the legal answer to that. They're going to say, and I'm going to ask the question again. If you can't cover these expenses, if it's getting too hard for you, why doesn't he have custody if he's capable of doing that? Now, that's the common question. What the legal system is going to say is, and hear me out, they're going to say you cannot penalize the mother because she's not able to support the kids. Hear me out again. I've heard this said before. Well, because just because she can't support the kids, 
doesn't mean you can penalize her in custody and child support. Now, hold on one minute. So you can penalize the male. You can penalize the father for custody and child support because he has the ability to pay. You can penalize him and give him less custody and keep his ass working. You can penalize him and give him least custody. You can penalize him and make him support financially. You can penalize him for not seeing his kids, but you can't penalize the mother. Hmm. You can make him pay and keep facing legal consequences because he has the ability to pay. You can penalize him, but you can't penalize her. How? How is this legitimate? But the fact that women are using these systems is a wake-up call for a lot of men. So this is only hurting you, ladies. It's only hurting your prospects in the future. And you haven't seen it yet. You think you're entitled to this, and you're obviously legal entitled to it. But men are going to figure it out and go, hell with this shit. Okay. Due to his failure to pay, Proctor has asked the judge to find Newton in contempt of court. This request could also be fueled by the fact that Newton has failed to produce documents. All right, I skipped that part. Proctor claims Newton has failed to provide his, his current NFL contract. He don't have one. <laughs> Is he playing football right now? He don't have an NFL contract. Okay, so he's lost money. He's losing money. And she still wants to get the money that he made last year. But that was last year's money. Okay, ladies, let me put it like this. I know people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can Cam Newton. Wait a minute. I got to go full. Okay, let's just put it like this. You, you were leveraging his money when you selected him. He was leveraging your looks and access to you sexually. Can Cam Newton go to court? And say, you know what? I'm a little dry out here in these streets. I used to get sex from her by providing. Can I get sex from her? She used to give me sex. I used to pay these things and get sex from her. I used to pay these things and get a quality woman for her. But now I don't get that no more. But I do want it. Can she provide the last 10 men that she slept with? Can she provide a history of what she's done sexually in the past? Can she provide, take her ass to court and be like, judge, she ain't sleeping with me no more. They're going to say, well, she don't have to. Exactly. I don't have to support her no more. Because <laughs> we no longer have a relationship. Why do I have to support her? Proctor, uh, I already read that. Let's go down here. He, he's fairly, he doesn't provide his contract, states that he does not have one. Yeah, he doesn't have one. That's pretty obvious. He does not have an NFL contract. He's not playing anymore or provide his income from the last NFL contract. I mean, it's on the Internet. Uh, further, she says he has failed to turn over tax returns and business income information. See, this is this is despicable. I don't want to show the kids here. Why is she going through all of this instead of going to get a job? Go get a job. Your relationship is over. You're jealous. You're, you're demented and you're vindictive. This is all it is. If you were really in your right mind, put the kids over with Cam. That will actually ruin him. Ladies, I'm going to tell you, that would actually ruin him more than you believe. You guys should start giving custody over to kid, to fathers. You know why? He can no longer get another woman. He can no longer go out here and run these streets. He can no longer go out here on vacation and flying high. He got kids. 
Start putting the kids with the father. <laughs> he done. He can't run out here and, and, and get a new mate. The new mate is like, I ain't going to be with you, but no four ass crumb snatchers. Hell no. But now nah, you don't want to do that. You want to continue to hustle and finesse your way for money. And you're using past use of your access to him to get it. It's horrible. It's deplorable. It's despicable. Women will waste time running up and back to the family court building because they think in the back of their mind they're going to get a financial reward. When I tell you they drop you off at the family court building to collect cash and prizes, this is it. And believe you, believe you me, here's the deal. Men, get, men are getting treated like this all day, every day in several counties, several courthouses in several counties across several state lines. Men are getting treated like this on a daily basis. We just don't know their names. So we got to use celebrities. Coach, why are you talking about gossip? It's an example only because I can't talk about Tom Richardson in in um in Rock Springs, Wyoming, that's getting finessed for $200 and he's got to turn over his tax returns because he's a minor, right? He works on the railroad in Rock Springs and he's getting finessed. I can't talk about him because we don't know his story. I got to use this story because we don't hear about the everyday stories of men getting turned over upside down and their pockets pulled out and padded for $500 a month. And the woman's running back and forth, legal fees, custody, filing paperwork, going up to the courthouse, causing problems for 500 measly dollars a month. She's restricting access to the children. She's acting like she ain't got no hope and prayer in life. And then she's playing the victim. Meanwhile, she can move on, go get a job at Taco Bell or Rite Aid, which she's capable of, of doing. She can give the kids over to the father and stop playing reindeer games. But no. No, she thinks her best usage of time in her vindictive nature is to tear down a man, put him in jail, and then hustle him for money. Hustle him for money because he got past access to her. And it doesn't matter if she's a stripper or a human resource officer. They're using the same system to screw you around. This is despicable. I think this is ridiculous use of time. But of course, in her mind, there's a lot of money involved. So she's going to hustle the system. She's going to hustle the system. Look at that face. Boy, does that not look like a vindictive person? All right. She's going to hustle the system to get money out of him instead of move forward in life and move on and worry about her kids and have the kids see the father. Instead, she wants to see him lose because she hates him more than she loves her kids. She hates him more than she loves these kids. And she hates to see him winning more than she loves to see these kids see her father winning. These kids should see their father winning. Yes, they should see the mother winning, but the mother should be acting right and she'd be winning. But no, she got she got to put finances ahead of the children. If she's this desperate for money, tell her ass to start acting right and he would have no problem cutting the check. But as long as she keeps suing him and threatening him, and threatening his livelihood and his freedom and digging up paperwork, she now is exposing herself to a detrimental situation. This is disgusting, and it's reprehensible, and it's something a bum would do, and the only reason she can do it is because they have a DNA link. That's the only reason she could do it. It's sad, man. It's sad. It's a horrible waste of time. All right, let's go ahead. Since the uh, since 
the determining of paternity, Newton believed he should have joint custody with visitations. Proctor disagreed with the motion since she has returned to her native Maryland home and Newton resigns, resides in Georgia. So she just, oh my God. This is bird brain mentality. This is Ku Klux Keisha. What, what happened to Black Lives Matter? So since she moved, oh no, you can't see the kids. So she didn't kidnap the kids. She didn't kidnap the kids and said, nah, you can't see them. Nah, no, 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 no custody for you. I live over here now. <laughs> At the time of their previous agreement, Newton had a $60 million contract guaranteed in countless lucrative endorsement deals. So Proctor feels merch, a hey, merchandise, uh, Proctor feels just because he is no longer in the NFL, he can't claim he's broke. How do you know? How do you know what he did with his money? You don't know what he did with his money. He could have it in the futures. He could have it in college funds. He could have been a um, philanthropist. He could have it in business deals. Most people don't have a lot of liquid money. I don't care how much money you have. Most people don't have money liquid. He could have it in his retirement. He could have it in the kid's retirement. He could have it in a franchise for a restaurant. Who knows what he could have in it? But women always watching your pockets. Oh, you got this money, so this must mean you got this. No, stop watching my pockets. Pocket watching ass people. Most people don't have, I don't care how much you make, most people already have delegated what they're going to do. I'm going to put it in this investment. Like at the end of the month, this is the same thing as these little girls that you're dealing with here, uh, these celibates. They're out here like, I know you got the money. You make X amount or you assume or this is your lifestyle. So what? That doesn't mean I have money liquid. I already, I have a budget too. I should literally be able to say, when I get a pile of money, I might have some left over, but most of the time it's going to go over here to this fund, this 401k. I'm going to invest over here. I'm going to buy these assets over here. You don't know how much money I keep. You don't know how liquid I am. Don't never assume a person's ex-liquid just because they own a car or they have a house or they have money or they make a certain money. Most people put it in savings. Most people have it. It's already dished out by the time the money comes in. The money drops. Well, just because I have it in savings doesn't mean it's yours. It's saving. <laughs> just because I have it in investments doesn't mean it's yours. It's an investment. Just because I have it in business. Oh, he put that money to business. Exactly. It's not yours. And I'm not liquid. I only uh, save a couple of dollars for liquid expenses. The rest of it is tied up into this, into this, into this, into this. And expenses. People are dumbasses. And broke mentality is hurting her because she's never had to manage money. The couple split was made public soon after the birth of the youngest child, their seven-year seven relationship. Seven-year relationship. Guys, this is seven years. This is what he's gotten out of a seven-year relationship. Now he's going to be penalized for the next 14 years. So I keep warning you guys, just because you had a successful relationship for three years means nothing, man. It means nothing. They can pull the plug at year 7, 10, 12, 15, 20. All right. And she accused him of infidelity. By the way, infidelity is not a financial penalty. I don't know why people keep using this. 
he cheated on me. So what? He gets penalized financially? No. No. He he gets penalized for not seeing his kids because he cheated? Why get married, guys? Why? It's basically a one-sided contract. Oh, you cheated so you can't see your kids. You cheated so you got to pay me 20K in child support. You cheated. That has nothing to do. What, what does cheating have to do with losing money? Now, in a fair contract, that wouldn't be the case. But in an unfair contract, which you guys sign, you guys leverage your sexual desire against her holding her vagina hostage. So if she holds it hostage for a year, you still can't cheat. If you cheat, you get penalized. You can't see your kids no more. You lose your house, your car. You lose your whole financial future. You lose custody of your kids. You lose your monthly expenses in your budget. Oh, because you slid your salami in another available woman. Yeah, that's dumb. That's what dumb men leverage because you don't have leverage and options. Um, anyway, that's enough about that. Let's get, is this her? Sorry, I don't I don't know. This is another woman. It says right here is rumored that Newton impregnated an Instagram model named Lorena Shaw and moved into her Atlanta apartment. The two confirmed their romance later when they introduced their son. I'm not talking about the kid here. I don't talk about kids here. So he he likes a he likes a certain type of woman there. All the women seem to be of the light skin variety. And Lorena, she's a Latina. She's definitely a Latina. In November, Cam Newton signed a one-year deal worth $10 million with the Panthers, which included a 4.5 fully guaranteed uh, and 1.5 million roster bonus. And he's currently a free agent. He's not coming back to football. I think he's done. They gave him a shot. I think somebody just recently gave him a shot. The Panthers. It didn't work out. He, I think he's done. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not criticizing his performance, but I think he's done. But it's despicable now that she's trying to ruin him financially when he's now at his capacity. He's no longer going to be able to earn that money anymore. And she wants to stick him on his previous earnings. Well, you had it. So you need to pay me what you had at the peak, but he don't have it no more. And you want to throw him in jail. Despicable. Let's get to these super chats. The game is the game guys. You could keep trying to act like this ain't the game. And this ain't the end result. This is literally the end result of 50 to 70% of relationships, of marriages, of relationships. This is the end result 99% of the time. And here you guys go. Not me, coach. Mm. <laughs> All right, we got, uh, where are we at here on PayPal? Z? Did I get gym status? No, I didn't. I didn't get these bonuses. It's a guaranteed. It's a slam dunk. It's almost a guaranteed. Shout out to A.D. Austin. I just logged in the fake book after a few months to a married woman posting bikini pics. He says, I'll save them, but boy, oh boy. But yeah, we've crossed the line into what's decent, uh, decency for a wife. Well, she could go out here and see Erica continue to show her underwear. She was showing her underwear before Russell, so she could go out here and show her underwear. What's wrong with that? You're like, mm. we've crossed the line into what's decent. And they will make an excuse as to what's decent, and you got to play the game according to Briefold's law. If you don't accept it, you're bitter and hurt. Now, I tell you, don't accept nothing like this. KT King, men do not pay women not just to leave. Men pay women to avoid being dragged through family court. Yes, indeed. That's what you pay for. All right. My Undertaker bill ain't working. Uh, it'll kick in here in a minute. Yeah, men do not pay for access. What men pay for is to not deal with BS on the back end. That's what we're, That's what you dismiss them for. Okay, we've contracted. We had an agreement. 
Do not mess with me after this point. It's a severance package. This is your severance package, meaning you cannot come back afterwards and say, I owe you. I don't owe you child support. I don't. Owe, well, you would if you're impregnating her. I don't owe you a date. I don't owe you further relationship. I don't owe you time. I've I've actually we've actually just cut the relationship from this point on until we have another one. But when you date. You basically have the opposite agreement by the time you pay up in advance and the woman gives you her body. She then can say, you owe me. You can't ghost me. You can't disrespect me. You can't treat me bad. Or I'm going to tell everybody, you raped me. You assaulted me. You used me. You tricked me. I'm going to tell somebody you impregnated me. Right? She can continue to bullshit after you gave her, after she gave you her body. Okay? The bullshit can continue when she gave you access. When you paid for that, you basically go, no more bullshit. You can't bullshit me no more. Did I say the R word? Grape. Sorry, YouTube, but YouTube's already crawling up my rear end as we speak. All right. Jim Status says, uh, let me see here. Oh, he says, John Baloney. Told me to do all the chores, watch the kids, pay all the bills, take my wife on dates, and then make more money and be home more. Give her space and give her attention. Let her go out to girls' nights out and also give my wife's boyfriend money so he can take her on dates, too. Dr. John Baloney saves lives. You're just bitter and hurt, coach. Yep. Like, you got to constantly be giving, 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 giving. Oh, I need this, and I need cuddles. I need you to be I was just watching something where the wife was like, He's he's never here. Who was? Oh, it was a Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> it was Roddy Roddy Piper's biography. He wasn't never there. Tom Tom P says, "What's up, Coach? I talked to my baby mama about putting our son in Kumon, and this woman had the nerve uh, to say she doesn't want him to be too advanced at a young age just because he's the top of his first grade class. Give her the buzzer." <clears throat> You know what she's doing is she's trying to say, I don't want to pay half of that bill. Again, uh, you will prove pretty well that women don't love their children. They don't. They're using them at best. And they like them. They love them naturally. But they will sabotage them in the form of, I can't afford it. Right? They're the poor dad and rich dad, poor dad. Ah, uh, we can't afford this. Um, I remember once, and again, I'm not saying I was perfect in my marriage, but I remember once I signed my daughter up for gymnastics. She wanted to do gymnastics. She, after a couple of lessons, I bought her a leotard. Sure enough, um, my daughter started acting up at home. And then what did my wife use to, to leverage her acting up? The leotard, the new one that I bought, because in her mind, that was something that, that expense went the to the daughter, not to her, not to her. And she used that not to penalize the daughter. She used, She was using it to penalize me. I'm going to take away. She doesn't deserve this. She took that away. I was like, out of all the things you're going to take away, you're going to take away that? Like, she was using it to penalize me. Because when I bought it, she was like, why didn't you do that? Why? We didn't need that. Then my daughter did something she didn't like. She took away that. Guys, these are the games that wives play. These are the games that wives play. And this type of abuse, and I highlight this all the time, this is massive amount of abuse that men put up with. And then when we're tired of putting up with it, we talk about it and it sounds petty. 
what I just described is very petty. But but if you said it in public, people were like, well, not necessarily. And she didn't use that. That wasn't jealousy. And maybe your daughter and you guys need to communicate more. No, that that's that's a petty form of abuse. It's a gaslighting tactic. It's meant to enrage you and then further. And that was towards the end of our marriage. That is abuse, gentlemen. That is abuse. And they do this. They do stuff like that on a daily basis to you. The, the antidote to that is one masculine frame, which tells you to accept the abuse and somehow be a man to control it. Or the other antidote to that is, you know what? You're making her feel bad. You're abusing her. You claim you're the abuser. You apologize to her and you just happy wife, happy life. You just avoid it. You just, you just deal with it. Just put up with it and, and give more and buy her flowers and roses and candy. That's always the antidote when you're dealing with that on a daily basis. Because if you use it as an example, well, give me an example of how I abuse you. Well, remember you took my daughter's leotard? <laughs> you're going to sound like an idiot. Well, what kind of man gets mad at that? And how do you think that was? It was clearly a shot at the husband. It clearly was. And that wasn't the only one. That was the latest one. There were there were 18 leading up to that one. See, this is why men don't win. The only way you win is go free agent. The way only way you win is to make sure everybody knows that this is abuse. And when they claim that men are the abusers, it's absolutely not true. I gave you the statistics on that. I gave you the statistics. The statistic is. The people who are more likely abused are more likely the instigator of the abuse. Nobody wants to talk about that, do they? The person who gets abused is more likely, 70% likely, the one who instigated the abuse. So when you talk about instigation, that means they caused it. They egged it on. They got in your way. They led into it. They gas. They they are the ones who created the scenario that then the guy finally said, "I'm gonna whip you into the ropes and give you the big boot." So do they do they call women the abusers? No, they just said, "Well, she instigated, but she didn't deserve to." No, come on, guys, come on. We gotta figure this out. Or you could go free agent. You could go free agent and just deal with it. You'd be like, "Look, man, forget all this. You can go. You can go bisexual." B-U-B-U-Y, sexual. Just go bisexual. And when they say you're a loser for doing it, you say, no, I'm actually winning because now I avoid the bullshit. Or they might say, just go find a woman that doesn't do these things. Guys, there's no woman that doesn't do any of these things. There's just women who get away with it. There's just women who get away with it. Women, you've been called out for this behavior only to then Flip it back to the man. Well, it was your fault. You pushed me into his arms because you weren't doing X, Y, and Z. Again, she gave you access, and then you had to do all of this bullshit because she gave you access. You then she can then say you had to do this and this and this and this and this, and then you did that and that and that and that and that, and then she added on this and this and this and this, and then you did that and that and that, and then she added more for you and this and this and this, <laughs> or she said. I'm right on this one because 99% of relationships absolutely fail and flounder because of this scenario here. 
do not blame me. Do not blame me. You guys are the ones out here failing. Playing this game and constantly nobody's taking the blame. Meanwhile, this is what I'm doing. I'm like, hey, I ain't playing that game no more, all right? I'm like, I ain't doing none of that, all right? Well, you're losing. You actually don't have anybody to love you. Oh, no. I actually wake up every day in my bed without no bullshit started from the beginning. The only person that gives me, the only thing that gives me bullshit in the morning is Nova. That's the only person that gives me bullshit in the morning. I'll be like, you don't, you only one today, Nova, I see. But every day, y'all wake up. Y'all deal with bullshit and just cuddle a little bit longer. Why do you got to go off to work now? You're always working. You're never working enough. You didn't buy me anything. Hi, honey. She didn't, she didn't cut you off a piece of leave. She didn't get you no piece of leave. She wake up in the morning. Hi, honey. You have a wonderful day. You be like, I ain't got no breakfast, no piece of leave, no coffee, no nothing. Well, I work too. I have a job. You're like, man, what in the world? What am I doing? I'm actually losing out here. <laughs> All right. She didn't cut you off. Oh, I got a stomach ache. I smell like a bag of onions in the morning. She act like nothing happened. Hi. Give me a hug. Love me. Cuddle me. You're like, you ain't been doing nothing for me. What have you been doing for me? Well, you haven't earned it. I was unhappy. I was on my antidepressant. I was off. Man, it's a waste. Y'all wasting y'all time. <laughs> People in here mad as hell. All right. Anyway, Jay Cool says, you were the reason I bought my AirPods and they're and they get a lot of usage at the gym and the laundromat and in the car. Shout out to you, brother. All right. Shout out to you. We don't want to get you in trouble at your job either. Not at your job. All right. We are almost through with the PayPal's. The actual King Smith. What did you say, brother? He says, I'll watch the vlog this morning. Sounds like if a Kaylee brought over some candy. She is in there like swimwear. Awesome vlog. Thank you, man. Go check out my vlog channel. I'll put a link in the description box and share it with you. With that vlog channel about to pop off. I'm about to do a lot of work over there. Um, but yeah, ladies, come bearing gifts. I'm not giving much to you in the form of any damn thing. All right. But once you're on the cool side of me, you're good. All right. But I'm not starting off with the whole let's start off and not hell no. I ain't starting off with no day. You better be. Fresh out the junior college. Billy the Kid, coach, I'm calling it. In five years, dating will be obsolete. Men are waking up, and the majority of women will be monetized. And the majority of men will be able to afford them. Men should not go out on dates. I agree. Netflix and chill or a simple coffee hangout, nothing more, especially with a woman over the age of 28. Absolutely. The mentality of men should be uh, another dude smash for less of an effort. Why should I? Yeah. By the way, have you ever had a woman say this? No man has ever me, ever taken me out on a proper date in the last two or three years. And you're like, so you haven't had sex with any men in the last three years? No, I've, I've had sex. Hold up. In the last three years, nobody's taking you out on a proper date. Nobody's taking you out to do something nice. Nobody's ever done that. But you've had sex with men? Wait. Mm. Now, I got to take you out on a proper date. I got to put a dress out. I got to take you out to the damn festival, the fair, the farmer's market. I got to do all of these things. 
and get the same thing these dudes got for free. <laughs> he says, if you have to put in the effort, she is not into you sexually. Yep. He says, I think of women like quicksand, the more effort you put forth, the deeper you sink. This is true. Also, I would like to donate to the Kaylee Negro College Fund. A peace leave is a terrible thing to waste. Shout out to you for the co-sponsorship. That was Billy the Kid in the building. And women, they women are irate right now. They do not understand this. They're like, no, this don't add up. And it's fine, but you're not the one with the wallet and the time. I got the wallet and the time. I get to decide what how it works. You don't have to agree. Remember, they can agree to disagree. You still don't have to. Briefo's law tells you you have to do what they have to do. They set the rules. But you don't have to engage. This is why they have <laughs> ladies of the night. All right. Uh, anyway, street side doubles up. He says, when everyone, wait, when everyone through life. Oh, when everyone through life that criticize your bachelor status all end up single and still in debt to their relationship alimony, child support, legal fees, et cetera. Yeah, they're critical. They're like, you're, you can't be happy. What about love? I'm like, dude, you rolled the dice on love and romance and you crapped out. You likely crapped out. And here you go. I bet you you're not happy. While those who criticize your bachelor status all end up single and in debt though, to those in relationships, they throw in your face, alimony, child support. Oh, you doubled up. I think... I don't know if you made a mistake, but appreciate you for that one. Oh, all right. We're going to head over to Venmo real quick, and then Cash App will finish up on. And Venmo's kicked me out. <laughs> all right. So uh, Larry Leisure here. Happy Labor Day from Brooklawn on East Parkway, dancing, drinking, and drooling all over the beautiful West Indian ladies in the building. Shout out to you. Hey, always enjoy. Again, kind of like this whole red pill going your way, going your own way, free agent lifestyle. You still can enjoy women. You still can enjoy women. Never think that you can shut off enjoyment of women. You're always going to be attracted to women. So never feel like you can't enjoy the beauties of a woman. I just say, don't show it to them. Don't display it. Don't oversimplify it. Don't oversimplify it. Right? I can still enjoy women. I just go in and put on my sunglasses. I'll be like, here we go. <laughs> I'm in Starbucks and there's a bunch of flatbacks in here right now. I'll be like. Yeah, I'll be like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They look over at me. I'll be like. <laughs> and then I just say, let me find them on seeking arrangements. I bet you she got a seeking profile. And in six times out of 10, she got one. I'll find her. And I'll hit her up there. And I'll be like, I got money. I'll get them cheeks. And then I'll move on with life. <laughs> I'll move on with life. Yeah, I'm standing over there looking like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Looking like Samuel L. To them old, to them young girls here. Let me see if I can find that one. That's the classic. That is the classic. All right, some of y'all looking like dude, right? Hold on for a second. Let's share the screen. This is how y'all be looking over at girls thinking you looking sexy over at them. You see them in them legs, they feet out. <laughs> they got them sandals on showing they pedicure. They got their legs all shaving down. 
They got their back and shoulders all shaving down. They got their baby hairs all on their forehead so their forehead don't look like an A-head. You're like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's how I look at the ladies. I look at y'all just like that with that gray beard. Yeah, oh, they in their summer dress, they leggings. I'll be looking at it like, yeah. I'll be like, oh, in the corner, drinking my coffee, looking at them just like that. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, the thing is, though, again, we're never going to be able to shut off our desires for women. So I don't want you to be under the impression that you should be desireless. That's actually foolish. And that's actually going to hurt you more than anything. What you need to do is develop a plan on how you plan to engage with them. Learn that they're in the game and art of manipulation, just like you are. Sometimes you can avoid the manipulation by saying, hey, I, you need some college books. You can just get right to the business. And there's a lot of women that are doing this, right? Not all, but enough of them are some of them just need some food some of them need a bill but whatever it is now if you go above and beyond that that's not necessary sometimes you can get with a girlfriend and develop a plan like you can get a girlfriend i don't advise it but you go going to get you a girlfriend and know that there's a start date and an end date there's a start date and an end date you guys go in there like this will never end and you get ultimately disappointed because 99 of them is going to end the girlfriend you're with right now, 99% of you will not be with that girl in due time. And then you get your feelings hurt. And then you start saying you've been finessed and swindled or um, you've been saying you found out she was texting another guy, like all the bullshit. And then she's going to say, and he was controlling and abusive. It's the same script. <laughs> it's, it's the same damn script. Yeah, why do y'all think it's going to be different? It's going to be different this time. Okay. It's going to end. Prepare for the ending. If you don't prepare for the ending, you're going to be hurt. I'm giving you a bit of advice. Enjoy the time frame of when the relationship was born and then anticipate the end and have fun with them. When she goes, just realize there's 4.4 billion women on the planet Earth. There's 4.4 billion. You'll never run out of women. And as a matter of fact, there's more women on Earth than men. Your chances increase when your mindset changes. And your chances increase the more mobile you are. But you're in Detroit with the love of your life, and that straggle-daggle now has stranglehold you in the aspect of finances, emotions, and so forth. Now you can't leave Detroit. Now you're on child support, back child support. You can't even leave the country playing reindeer games. Look, when I go travel, I don't travel, and this is kind of like my slight disagreement with passport guys. I don't travel specifically for that. I love, in my book, I encourage travel, and I never said travel for the desires of women, but women are a byproduct of traveling. And as such, I like to go see beautiful sights. I like peace of mind. I like to vacation. I like to take time off. And then when I'm there, I'm going to find the women that are there. I'm going to find them and they're going to find me. Whether it's a girl visiting at the woman, it could be a girl or a woman visiting at the hotel. You're in the same resort or the new, the women that are there for you, uh, the new women that are there, wherever you are in their new country, they're going to be there. Women are going to be on Tinder. 
celibates. There's going to be a variety of women for that. And you can have your fun, bring your ass back here with no emotional attachment. Do not watch, do not go over there to fall in love. Do not go over there to get better treatment because black men in particularly, you're so used to being degraded as a human being. You think the slightest bit of cooperation is, is a difference. And it's not. You just have the women that don't respect you because you've been buck broke, buck broken all your life in America. The slightest hint of agreement and, fe and femininity, you guys think this is the world. Well, listen, I've been out of the community for a long time. I've been dealing with women that have not degraded men that much that I think the slightest hint of it is an exceptional woman. It's not exceptional. It should be normalized. But you, between your mother and your aunts and your, your classmates, for 15, 20 years of your life have degraded you as a human being that the slightest bit of femininity impresses you. Get it real, guys. What they're doing is pretty much closer to normal what you should be getting, but you've been dealing with so many stragnishas and Ku Klux Keishas that you think this is an exceptional woman and it's just a regular basic woman. Anyway. <laughs> it's not exceptional. This is what regular women do, but these Stragnesias have PTSD. They're sitting there giving you the worst treatment in humanity. And then they want you to rescue them every time. I'll tell you, man, what they do is somewhat abusive. It's somewhat despicable and reprehensible as well. Then they want you to, they never admit where they're wrong and they always want you to change up. You're the one changing up, but stop. Shout out to Leroy. Shout out to the coach gang. Just paying my tuition. Happy Labor Day. Shout out to you. And thanks for joining me in this Labor Day. Derek Williams, my girlfriend, tried to tell me one of her sugar baby yacht stories once. I had to stop her mid-story. I was just too much of a purple pill at, at heart, coach. One thing you have to do is let women talk. If you guys love women, let them talk. Let them paint themselves in the corner, gather details. This is how women treat you. They let you talk. First of all, they give you the third degree. Then you give up information, you goofballs. All right, be, be Bruce Wayne. We're going to get to all the cash apps. But let them talk. A lot of times they're going to tell you something that's going to hurt your heart, it's going to pain you. You're like, damn. Or you should put two and two together. And you don't want to. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about another woman defiling my girlfriend. If she's over 28. She has been defiled in many ways that will pain you and you'll be insecure about it. I, I know you'll be very insecure. You'll be very much like, damn, and you'll wonder about your performance. It will hurt you. You'll be like, well, am I really? And then you think about it. The next time you're with her, you'll be like, it feels something. Wait, I feel somebody's been touching you. In fact, I know somebody's been kissing you. Do you want to tell me who's been loving you, loving you, holding you? I don't know why I've been such a few. I feel. <laughs> Your girl has been defiled. She's been touched. She's been pleasured. And then you'll be with her. And she's like, oh, honey, you're doing such a good job. Oh, yes, baby. Oh, I feel it. Oh, you're such a king. She starts singing. Ooh. And you're done. She's like, you're such a good job. You did so good. You did so good. Good job. All right. Now, let me clean up or you clean this up. You were the best. Oh, you're the best, baby. 
you coming downstairs, you coming downstairs looking like Boyce Watkins with your strawberries and your whipped cream and your tank top, your white wife beater with the boxers and your black church socks, and then you roll up to your wife, your repackaged wife, and you roll up, baby, I want to do something special. Have you ever had this happen? Have you ever had peaches and cream in bed? Have you ever done something like that? Oh, this would be extra special and sexy. Your your beer belly sticking out of your uh, wife beater shirt. Ankles all ashy. All right. Knees all ashy. Elbows ashy. Oh, baby, this would be extra special and sexy. I've always wanted to do this with a woman. Guess what, gentlemen? It pains me to tell you, she been there, done that, bro. She been there, done that. She looking at you, oh, oh, oh boys. Oh, boys. <laughs> boys is going to be bad. You know you watching me. Oh, boys. Like she said in the video, oh, boys. Oh, boy, this will be fe special. And then you take the strawberries, you dip it in the cream, and then you go, <laughs> you go, you try to feed her the strawberry. Here, baby, here, I'm going to feed it to you. Here, here, here. You put it in her mouth, and she like, oh, oh. Oh, thank you, boys. Now do me. Now feed me. Feed me a strawberry. She like, oh, shit, okay. Feed you a strawberry. She dip it into it. Oh, oh, baby. Mm -hmm. Oh, you start kissing her shoulder, doing the old predictable. She like, oh, boy, shit. Let's get this over with. <laughs> she start running up through the stages. She trying to get in a hurry, uh, finish up quick. She like, get this over with already. She starts singing, ooh. She starts singing, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, so you can bust quick, so she can get the hell up and do go about her business. Oh, you were so good. You laying on the bed. <laughs> she like this. Take the credit card. She like, shit, I earned this. She going shopping. She like, damn, I had to put up with this. You at home. She just picked up all your money. She like. <laughs> My wife love me. My wife, she makes herself available to me. I be putting it on her. I be hitting that stroke on her. She like. <laughs> she already been done worse thing than that. She been defiled, deflowered. Okay. And you coming in there like you done done something. <laughs> she ain't done nothing you ain't done nothing to her that she hasn't done <laughs> right, anyway all right i gotta get through these cash apps so, shout out to the brothers man shout out to uh half space will travel after age 30 i don't think marriage is necessary not for a male um and you could actually negotiate marriage the older you get like you could get a better contract if you wait till after that i'm not telling you you should but you can get a better contract because you're you're basically leveraging what you have. If you do it earlier than that, you're at the disadvantage and you'll be willing to do stupid stuff like that woman that said, I made my fiance sign a contract that if he cheated, I can destroy him. You would do stuff like that. Shout out to Dewan that says, you build it, she will destroy it. Bull in a china shop. If you're a millionaire, she'll make you a thousandaire. If you're a billionaire, she'll make you a millionaire. Shout out to James D. Facts 100%. I took vasectomy 101, Coach Greg. All right. No, no, no oopsie babies from him. We got a sponsorship. 
from Roderick Miller tuition representing Memphis and Tupelo, which are very close to each other. Oxford, Mississippi, Tupelo, right in the Memphis. All right. The the white folks that work in Memphis live in live in Oxford and Tupelo. That's their suburbs. They're like, we ain't living up in Memphis, though. Shout out to J.H. The Bass says, I hate the pocket watching. They are insane. Any woman that tells you, bring up all of your tax returns, bring up all of this, that is despicable, reprehensible behavior. Legally, it's fair, though. Legally, it's fair, and that's what you should know. But somebody that does that, I'm like, would you go get a life? <laughs> I looked at his Instagram. He's traveling. He over here banging young broads. He got young broads on the boat. He owe me money. She's like, where's my money? She's like, I'm not happy. <laughs> they send your kids over to spy on you. You send, they send, she sent the own, your own kids. Okay, yeah, you can have some custody. You can have every other weekend. Then when the kids come back to her, she debriefing them. What did y'all do? Where did y'all go? Was any woman there? Uh-huh. What did y'all do? How much did he spend? How much did he say how much he made? Uh-huh. Where does he work? What's his address? She debriefing the fucking kids. That's called abuse. That's abuse. And it's not abuse of the father. That's child abuse. <laughs> oh, he got this and that. And one of your kids spying like a mofo. Because she's conditioned that kid to spy. Your kid is not bad. She's abused the kid so much that she's over there or he's over there giving intel to the mom. Oh, he said he got this. He said he got that. He was working on this and working on that. He was buying this and buying that. Mom taking notes. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. She running up at the court. Check his tax return. He worked under the table. He got a new car. He bought a new boat. He banging junior college bridge. Yep. He got a new TV. He moved to a new apartment. His apartment, the luxury apartment. It's in the gated community. Guys, that's called abuse of children. The children they don't have, the children shouldn't have any part in that, nor should she be gathering intel from the children, nor should they even know about what's going on. But that's called abuse. Do we, do we chalk that up to abuse in society? No. We let women particularly do that. If men started doing that to women, who did she have over? What food did they eat? Were they eating steak? Oh, they were eating steak off my dime because that's my child support money. That's called abuse. The, the courts will reprimand you for doing that and using the children to get gather intel. Was they smoking weed? How many dudes she's, is she dating? Did, they, did he sleep over in her bed? Uh, were you asleep when they were sleeping? Was she ducking his sick while you were uh, in bed and you creeped down and you saw him? And your mom was on her knees. See, that's called abuse. <laughs> no court will put up with that. Why you in it? They'd be like, why you in her business? Or yeah, they eating top ramen. Oh, she ain't feeding you right. So that's what I'm talking about. This is what we get away with. We let women abuse kids. We let women abuse men. All right. And we never call it out for what it is. Oh, she went out at night. Oh, you went to your uh grand you went to your grandmama's house this weekend? I thought she had custody of the kids. Oh, you went to your grandmama's house? Where was your mom at? Where did she go? What time did she come back? What time did she pick you up? That's called abuse. People were like, get out of her business. She could do what she wanted to do in life. Okay. Anyway. All right, shout out to Jim Status. Coach, I sent two PayPals about John Don't Baloney Pony. I know I was working the stream. All right, uh, but we covered it. Andrew says 50 cent. 
uh, smarted hit. Wait, 50 Cent outsmarted his ex when she tried this BS. Dude, file for bank. Hey, look, if uh, shout out to Clay Moxie says the uh, he says the GOAT defensive coordinator of the RP. Um, guys, if you're not a employed person, play reindeer games on them, threaten bankruptcy. <laughs> you can recover from a bankruptcy. You know what you can't recover from? A vindictive wife or ex-wife or a vindictive girlfriend. You'll never recover from it. You'll never stop her in her tracks. But a bankruptcy will. Just go in and throw it out there and see what happens. All right. Stop them. They be shuffling on your ass then. Here come the damn uh family law attorney shuffling. They be like, <laughs> she be they be shuffling. Uh uh. Live frugal. You know what I did? I stopped earning income. All right, because I'm self-employed. So during my divorce and years after, I started volunteering for um the PTA at my kid's school. I did. I ran a fundraiser at my kid's school. I coached all my kids' sports. I worked as bare, I worked as bare minimum as I could. I stopped doing real estate. I just focused on personal training. All right. And I trained just enough clients to make me survive. And I was like, I ain't going above and beyond for your ass because my kids were too young. Had I just, it was like, I'm about to go get it. She would have came after my ass. But I worked just enough. <laughs> I worked just enough. Right. Now, does that hurt me? Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to be fine. I will be able to turn it on when I want to because I thought I was that good. I was like, I'm that good. I'm the king of content over here. I'm the speaker of truth. I'm that good. As soon as it's time to turn that shit up, I can turn it up. But guess what? When I was volunteering for the PTA, when I was running fundraisers at the kids' school, when I was coaching all their sports, you know what I was told by an attorney and my ex and the ex's family? They told me to go get a job. It was like, you need to go get a real job. Why are you spending all this time with your kids? Why are you make it? Why are you picking up them up from school? Why are you taking them to tutoring? Why are you why are you out there coaching their teams? Why are you running fundraisers at the school? They was like, go get a real job. They was telling me to go get a job. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Aren't you happy I'm around my kids? Aren't you happy I'm able to be available to coach them? Aren't you happy that I'm actually been able to volunteer at the school? Aren't you happy that I'm able to be able to pick them up at the end of their school day and take them to tutoring, take them to violin lessons and piano lessons and Taekwondo? They're both black belts. Aren't you happy? They're like, nope, dude, that's what she wasn't even happy. They were, they, they hated that I was doing it. They hated it. They were like, this is unfair. <laughs> All right. And I was like, boy, you can't win. I was like, you can't win. When they did that, they was throwing dirt on my name. I was named father of the year at my kid's school. To this day, she's like, just because they named you father of the year. I'm like, wouldn't you be happy? Oh, at least, you know, we didn't work out as a relationship, but he's a fantastic father. No. They're like, no. They hated that because I wasn't playing their game. I wasn't going, all right, I'm going to focus on work and chase women. What they wanted me to do was focus on work, chase women, get into a relationship, move a woman in so then they could use all that shit against me and I wasn't letting them. I wasn't letting them do it. I was actually doing the opposite and they hated it. <laughs> they was out there trying to... <laughs> oh, man. He need to go get a real job. He need to do this and that. Why? So they can finesse me? I was like, I ain't gonna let y'all finesse me. 
Yep. Make more money, darling. Go make money and go be less available to your kids so I can say you're a deadbeat and then I can take your money in court. And then I could throw dirt on your name. See, he ain't even taking care of his kids. He's running around here trying to get other women. He's slaying vagina. He's moving women in. He don't care about his kids. He a deadbeat. He don't take care of his kids. He don't show up at school. He don't know the kids' names. He don't know the size of the kids' clothes. I know all of this. That, that's what they want you to do. So then they could use it against me. They couldn't use anything against me. So they use my successes with my kids against me. He's too available. He's coaching their sports. Uh, he's, he's evolved in the kids' lives. All the teachers know him. All the teachers love him. Nope. Let's throw, th let's throw dirt in his name. <laughs> All right. Crazy stuff, man. And it is what it is, but it's the world we live in. Shout out to power, public light and power. Any thoughts on spoiled wives? They're all spoiled. If you married them, that is the biggest spoiling that you can do to them in America. Shout out to um, the winning lifestyle, CGA. I'm moving to Newport. Worth it. Is it worth it right now? It's going to be way more expensive than it used to be. Gosh, the cost of living in Orange County and, and everywhere in California is just too damn high. Right? I was paying an excessive amount for rent in a place that was a three-bedroom townhouse. Townhouse. When I moved out of there, they raised the rent by... Um. $1,800 a month, not, it wasn't too, they raised the rent an additional $1,800. <laughs> I'm not telling you what I paid, but I paid, I, it's cheaper here. In the house that I live in now, it's, I save money. I can't give you specifics because the private investigators are watching. But the cost of living is going up and it'll never go down in those places, LA, Orange County, it'll, San Diego, it'll never go down because the, 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 um, they'll always have a supply of new people that want to be there. It'll never go down. The housing market will never crash there. It'll crash on the in, in the inlands of Los Angeles, Orange County, and San Diego. It'll crash inland. It'll never crash near the coast. It's always going to be high. So be careful with that. If you have the money, you're good. If you don't have the money and you're tight budget-wise and you're moving from a place where you were tight already, do not go to Newport. But you will love the soccer mom, blondies, You'll love them, man. The, the look the look equation goes up, right? The, the average looks of people, and I did actually just explained that in my blog. The average look um, attractiveness goes up, skyrockets. L.A., Orange County, San Diego, and then the North Skyrockets. You won't believe it. You'll be like, God dang. All right, now, they're manufactured beauties, obviously, right? But the, the competition is so high for good mates. It's outrageous it's outrageous so um you'll have fun there <laughs> you have fun somebody says i would hate to be with cga he had different level of petty and my petty is very strategic i play chess like people always think the best way to beef with somebody is to snap back i don't beef like that but i don't do feminine shit either but i beef a strategic way that won't even seem, it's going to frustrate you the way I beef. Like, I'm there to frustrate you. I'm there to bankrupt you emotionally over time. I'm there to harass you and, and, and put honey on it. Most people, femininely, they do stuff like try to flag you, take your channel down, and try to hurt you financially. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to make you hurt yourself. 
I want you to hurt yourself, okay? I want you to almost kill yourself with the desire to put me out because it's not going to happen. You're not going to get at me because I'm pettily trying to make you, I'm going to make you eat your own tail. And I'm not going to snap back you with, at you with piss and vinegar. Like most of you guys want to do the piss and vinegar. I'm going to snap back. I'm going to make a video. I'm going to just make you watch me. Watch yourself. Destroy yourself from within. I want your liver and your kidneys to fail over the amount of hate and the lack of attention I'm giving you. Because I'm not going to give you attention. I'm going to make you penalize yourself by making your liver fail. I'm going to make your kidneys die. That's how I'm going to get you. Every day thinking of me, you're going to wake up thinking of me and your, your spleen going to rupture. That's how I'm going to get you. <laughs> yep, your heart going to get a virus. Your damn heart can't, won't even, your lungs won't even compress anymore dealing with me. That's how I'm going to get you. And it ain't going to be, it's the whole thing about dying slow. You're going to die slow messing with me. It ain't going to be a fast one. And it's not going to be lethal. It ain't going to be, you're going to die slow. And you're going to wonder how you got there. You're going to be sitting there, beep, beep. Damn, how did I get here? Because I made you hate you more than you hated me. You thought you hated me, but I'm going to make you hate you more than you hate me. This is how you win. Mm. Never think piss and vinegar is the way to get back. Never think I'm going to get you back with words because you got me with words. That ain't going to work. That's how a low-level thinking person thinks. What you want them to do is every day, them watching you, waiting, waiting for you to mention their name. He's going to mention my name at some point. He's going to respond to the beef at some point. He's going to pull up at some point, and I don't pull up. I don't mention your name. I don't give you what you want. I just watch your spleen rupture eventually. <laughs> yeah, I just... I'm giving you guys game. This is psychology 101. This is. <laughs> I'm going to live rent free in your head. I'm going to be the first thing you think about. I'm going to be the first thing you think about when you wake up. That's how you win. You don't win. Snap it back. You don't win pulling up. You teach them a lesson and a painful long lesson. You play chess. They play checkers. You don't wrestle in the mud. You don't wrestle in the mud with idiots. That makes you an idiot. It makes you a pig. If they want to wrestle in the mud, let them wrestle in the mud by themselves. They're going to get a temporary win, but you're going to get them every day of their lives thinking about you. You're going to watch them deteriorate. Yes. You're going to watch their body rot. You're going to watch their mentality rot just waiting for you. <laughs> yes, sir. As it had. Yeah. Do not give them the instant gratification of acknowledgement. Just act like you don't even know they exist. That's going to frustrate the hell out of them. I'm giving y'all something information here. See, there's forms of torture. I'm giving y'all too much because I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a tyrant. There's forms of torture. They used to actually chain people to the wall and let them rot. They didn't fire squad them. That's too easy. Nah, 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 nah. No fire squad. Chain they after the wall. Don't feed them. They'll think about that shit for a long ass time. See, when you when you fire squad them, they didn't think about nothing. All the all it was was anticipation. Oh, here it come. 
that ain't enough. Chain him to the wall. No water, no food. Mm -hmm. Every day he's going <laughs> to. That's how I fight. That's how I fight. <laughs> yeah, you wasted time and bullets. You could have just, oh, man, you got to go ahead and get them, have them wake up and sleep. I'm still here <laughs> sweating. You hear the footsteps. They hear you walking down the hall. Oh, is this the moment? No, this ain't the moment. This is be walking down the hall, checking on your ass. Oh, you still here? Okay. I'm, I bet you, you hungry, huh? Mm. <laughs> anyway. Hey, man, this is just metaphorically, by the way. This is metaphorically, but guys, you guys got to know, man, this is a mental game. This is not physical and it's not verbal. That's feminine. All right. Verbal and reacting, snapping physically. I'm going to just punch you out. Okay, what if you try to punch them out and it don't work? Now what? <laughs> oh, man. All right, shout out to Jay says, uh, women know within 30 seconds if they would smash you. Yes. But then, but then some women want to know how much they can draw from you to get it, right? They can draw. How much can I get from him? Shout out to Bill Stryker. Made and pros are cheaper than wives. Way cheaper. Way cheaper. You guys argue, my, do you cook or clean? I never had that discussion with women. I don't need you to cook or clean. I can hire a maid and a meal prep person for way less than housing a mate and then me expecting her to cook and clean. Most of you guys have wives and girlfriends that live with you and you still hire maids or you split the responsibility up yourself. I'll just hire a maid and a meal prep person. It will be less than $1,000 a month. Less. You're paying more than that to just split rent with her. And then you still got to jump through the hoops and hurdles. Oh, hell no. Once you figure it out, you'll never go back. Once I figured out I can pay for a person to come over once a week to clean my house, I never have the discussion with a woman. Do you cook or clean? It's never even on the table because I know she can't cook or clean better than I can hire. And it's cheaper. You're going to pay for her anyway to be up in there sucking up your oxygen. You're going to be ordering Uber Eats. You're still going to be paying for the meals. When she cooks for you, you owe her something. When she gives you sex, you owe her something. No, hell no. My maid, Rosalinda, smiles at me every time I look at her because her English is limited. So when she comes over, I say, hi, Rosalinda. Hola, Gregorio. She smiles like that. She might be cussing me out and calling me a pinchy me out there or whatever she might be calling me, but she's smiling. I go upstairs. She says, do you want me to start downstairs, Senor Gregorio? Si, 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 senorita. Oh, senorita, you're so special. Okay. And she cleaning downstairs. I'll come downstairs and get something. Oh, poor Kay. And I say, please continue. Thank you, Gregorio. She texts me, hola, Gregorio. How's your family, Gregorio? She loves me. <laughs> and she loves cleaning. See you next week, Gregorio. She's so happy. She happy. She happy. I give her her money. Your money's on the sink. Oh, gracias, Gregorio. 
You got a girlfriend. She cleaning up. She looking at you. Are you playing PlayStation again? Oh, my God. While I'm cleaning, at least you can pick up a sponge. At least you can do that. Like, wait a minute. You cleaning it already. You don't need two people cleaning. Well, if you think I'm just going to clean for you and you're going to sit up there with your feet up playing PlayStation. When when Rosalind is at my house, I'd be up playing PlayStation like this. Chilling. I'd be, oh, where's my controller? I used to have a controller right here. I'd be chilling. Playing PlayStation. Oh, like Gregorio. Oh, you play a game. Oh, muchos gracias. <laughs> anyway, I never had this conversation. I never have the desire to house a woman so she can make food for me for two to three days a week while I take her out on dates one or two times a week and order Uber Eats two to three times a week. What the hell am I doing? This shit going to run a big ass tab. I'm going to run a huge tab. That tab is going to be way over $800 a month. But Rosalinda and Marisol and 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 <laughs> the women that do my meal prep, she comes over. They be like, all right, here we go. I cook this up for you. Let me get in your kitchen for about two hours. I got to make all of this up. She dice up all the food. She put it in the refrigerator. All right, she'd be like, all right, I put everything in the refrigerator. I diced up all of this stuff here. There's your Monday, Tuesday lunch. There's your Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. There you go. Let me go ahead and pay you some money here. Thank you very I much. I got money. She leaves. She goes shop. I don't worry about our budget, our time, or nothing. And then at night, after I finish up my dinner that uh, that uh, Tina made me, guess what? I bring over Kaylee. Kaylee to close the deal. Kaylee, here we go. Ten toes up. I got money. It's way cheaper. It ain't even close. <laughs> it's not even close. The expenses that I'm saving, plus the headache, the conversation, the repetitive conversation. We're out here just, just rehashing the same bullshit because it's 31 days we've been together. What more can we talk about? How come you're not talking to me? You're not communicating. We just talk about the same shit that we did two weeks ago. Well, what are we going to talk about? You want to watch a fucking show? I got to watch the show with you. Perhaps we should watch a movie. Oh, got to watch the movie with you. We're going to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> anyway, no, I don't mess with our, I don't, I don't mess with. Don't mess with the girls doing your work. Don't mess with the girls doing your work. Let Rosalinda, let Rosalinda clean. Let, um, let Esperanza or, or Tiffany cook. And let Kaylee do the night work. All three different women. I don't want to, I'm not a pimp if I get the woman to do all of those for me. That's not, no. That's going to put you in debt to her. <laughs> I don't, I don't play that game. All right. I'm not the hope strategy guy. You could get a woman to do all of that for you. I could, but I'm not. All right, shout out to J.H. Shabash. He says, you just saved my life, coach. All right, that's what I do. I'm a life coach. All right, Baker says, CGA is right. Virgin ladies are rare, as rare as Eclipse. They don't exist. They don't exist. He says, these guys are looking for shortcuts. Yeah, they're looking for shortcuts. Again, it's a, it's a purple pill desire that you're just going to get the desire. Now, listen, let me just get this straight. 
the things that I just described, I can get almost any woman to do, any woman to do for a period of time. Right? I can get a woman to cook and clean and, and fornicate with, with me, with me. But I know after a period of time, she's going to throw the towel in on one, two, or three of those. She's going to figure out how to change the rules. She's going to up the price. She's going to ask for a longer commitment. When you don't when you don't actually have rules to it, she's then going to start saying, OK, wait a minute. I'm figuring this out. Somebody she's going to tell her friends. She's going to tell her mom. She's going to tell her mom. I cook and clean and I'm there for him. I had to say, OK, what is he doing for you? Uh, you know, I don't ask him to do much for me. I just, you know, oh, wait a minute. You're getting a raw deal. You're getting a raw deal. Wait, what man makes you pay half the rent? No, no. What is this shit? You need to be you need to be with a man that pays the entire rent. She's going to start second guessing herself. Hmm. Hmm. She's going to come in. I'm getting the short end of the stick. <laughs> and then she's going to up the game or change the rules on you. And you're going to be like, wait a minute. No, nah, no, nah, you was already doing that for that. Now, why do I need to do all of this? Well, I'll find a man that. No, no, no. I'm putting everybody on payroll. You're on payroll. Rosalinda, Melissa, and Kaylee, y'all all got different jobs. This is your job. Do not blend over to this job. No, I don't need you to clean up. No, Rosalinda got that. I need you to cook. All right, once you cook. No, I don't want to fornicate with you. No, you stay on the cooking job. Stay on that stove. I got Kaylee coming over. Here it is right there. Rosalinda comes in. She cleans up the sheets from last night's Kaylee's deal. All right, Rosalinda got the sheets. Kaylee, like, do you need me to make the bed? No, Rosalinda going to be over this morning. She'll make the bed. Just get your ass out of here. <laughs> just leave. I don't want nothing to do with you no more. Hey, go back. Hey, don't you got class in the morning? You got class in the morning, don't you? Go in the class. All right. Rosalinda got all this. And then when Rosalinda done cleaning, here come Maria or Tiffany. Tiffany going to start the cooking. It's a harem. And it's a concubine. And a lot of guys are calling women concubines. But what you have to understand is a concubine, whoever has the concubine supports the woman. So a lot of you guys are praising pimps and men who have concubines, but they're more they're more supporting women financially than you guys claiming you're getting it for free. A pimp supports a woman financially. He don't go home and say, okay, it's six o'clock in the morning. All right, you guys go to the whorehouse and I'll just go back home with my family. No, the pimp lives with him and he supports her, that woman. A man who has a concubine supports that woman financially. Let's get it straight. Sometimes he has women as concubines and supports them, but he protects her from other men. It's not his access. He's just trying to get other men not to get her. He doesn't even access the woman, but he supports her. So this whole thing about trying to get women for free is a, is a broke man's game. It's going to only frustrate you over time. What you have to understand is men have always been there to be the support system. Now you could choose to not support or you could choose to support, but getting it for free is a broke man's game. And it's only going to frustrate you because a lot of you guys are trying it and you're getting frustrated. Aren't you? You're trying to run game out here like these goofballs that are teaching you. And it's frustrating you, isn't it? Yes, it is because it's not a long-term solution. It's not a solution that you should be aiming for. And in this modern society, it's going away. Women are figuring it out. No more freebies. All right, we got to get out of here. We got a couple more. Craig, Pete, 
Sorry, I gave you my gov your government name. Shout out to you. DGC Moore back in the building. All right. Rich or die in there with the cash app. And then we'll round off here. We'll round it off. Um, make sure we cleaned up everybody. Thank you for the support. All right. You know what the support does is allowed me to make more content. Yes, it gives me a lifestyle, but I invest every I invest money back into my business. This is a business for me. And so people are think, oh, you living good and you fronting on everybody and all that. Do you realize the amount of people that I have on payroll to make this happen? And I do this to make better content for you. All right. I don't just make one video and go sit back. All right. I, I'm up here with eight channels. Now I get down to three or four, really down to four. And I go, how can I make more content for these people right here? And how can I make it so you can get it for free? Like I just, this is what I do. I invest back into this and this is what keeps me going. It gives me another angle. Then it gives me another angle for revenue. But most people, you know, you're getting it for free. It's all what it is. Shout out to Blue Baggins. X thought she could do better than me. So I released her to the streets. Four years later, she's still trying to get back uh, too bad for her that I'm a free agent. So uh, one more point of thing here. If a woman does let you go and she's approaching her mid-30s going into her 40s, she did you a favor. Her life is not going to turn out to a win more likely than not. All right. It's not going to be a win. It's going to be an L. And eventually she'll come crawling back. And if she doesn't come crawling back, she'll make mistakes like Larsa Pippen out here. All right. We got it done. Three hour stream for your holiday pleasure. That means we'll do an hour and something in the evening. Some of y'all going to be at the picnic. I won't be at the picnic because that sounds a little dangerous to me. But shout out to the coach gang. We'll leave you with your boy, Uncle Earl. Here comes the bank roll. Here comes. This would make it all happen right there. This is going to make it happen. This is going to make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double bass shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You to don't who? want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.